Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stay tuned for Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy, right here on Blog Talk Radio. In a small hollow in North Carolina, there have been several Bigfoot sightings skirting fields and meadows and even attacking chickens at a local watering hole. Hunters may need to be on the lookout for something other than deer when they hit the woods this week. Up until Sunday night, he hadn't been spotted recently, but according to these pictures, the legendary Mothman is back. The number of UFO sightings is soaring tenfold over the past 25 years. Now, she's not talking about people. She is talking about ghosts hanging around what some say is a real-life haunted house. You're listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy on paratalkradio.com. Paratalk Radio is your one stop for all things paranormal, the unknown, and the supernatural. We cover topics such as ghosts, hauntings, Bigfoot, UFOs, and more. Paratalk Radio is a product of the Genesee Valley Paranormal Investigators. You can join us every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 10 p.m. Central. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, iTunes, TuneIn, and Google Play. We are a part of AHAM Radio Network and blogtalkradio.com. Live video streaming can be seen on Facebook at facebook.com paratalkradio and periscope.tv. To contact us, email paratalkradiohost at gmail.com or search on the web for Paratalk Radio. Paratalk Radio is recorded live at J-Wolf Productions in Ontario, New York, edited by John Winter. We are Rochester, New York's only paranormal talk radio show. The topics, views, and opinions expressed on our show may not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Paratalk Radio, our hosts, or our sponsors. Some of the language on our show may not be suitable for listeners under 16. And now, here are your hosts, Ted and Cindy. Well, not Cindy. No Cindy, unless you're going to fake it. No. Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Not a chance. All right, so let's get to the top to make sure we say hi to everybody. Um, let's see, uh, Dave Seiler, I already talked to you real quick, uh, so said hi to you. Heather Palermo, Terry Thomas, uh, Peggy Henry, how you doing, Peggy? Nice to see you. And uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, let's see, where are we going down here? You guys are really hopping in here. This is really nice to see everybody. Yes, we are missing someone. She's running a little late, but she will be here. Not a problem. Um, it does look a little darker behind us, but it kind of gives you that little uh, ambiance, right? Is that what we want to call it, is ambiance? Sure, if that's what you want to call it. Sure, sure. I want to say uh, thank you very much to Lauren. Um, I don't know if he's going to be popping on here, but if you can look at the end the end here of the fireplace. In fact, I'll just grab one. Ren made these little caskets for us. Um, we just received them today in the mail. So when we die, apparently we put our through, ourselves through a wood chipper, and then we can just fit in here nice and well and then bury us, you know. No, just kidding, a wood chipper. Um, but it's very cool, and um, they're awesome, aren't they? So thank you, 
Uh, Ren is what we call you. Thank you so much. They're beautiful. And they smell new. <laughs> they got new casket smell. <laughs> new casket smell. There you go. Exactly. So uh, let's go back here. Um, hey, Mark. <laughs> he's actually in the studio, but he's back there saying hi. <laughs> Hello, metal forever, says Mark. Yeah, rock it. <laughs> um, let's see what else we got in here. So, Peggy, what's up? What's happening? Heather is, it's ghostly dark. Yes, I do see that. <laughs> That's the last place I want to be is a coffin. Okay. Yeah. Did I ever tell you that stupid joke, Dave? No? What did one, uh, one casket say to the other casket? Stop coughing? Ugh. That was terrible. Terrible. It's terrible. Oh, my God, it's terrible. Yeah, so uh, Ren made some beautiful caskets for us. Um, he also has donated um, for us that he's going to be making them um, for sale, making them so that they will be available for us to help with uh, uh, help with Paratalk Radio, keeping yeah. us on the air. So it's going to be awesome. He's donating a whole bunch of them. Guys, I want to say thank you so much for uh, popping in here as well. And I got to tell you that I am extremely, extremely excited about our guest tonight. And um, I've looked up to this man since I met him, which has probably been oh, probably six, seven years ago. Um, Michael T. Keene, as I just call him Michael Key, Keene. Uh, Michael is an amazing author, an uh, investigative author. Um, he has several books. In fact, I, I read a few of his books and, and bought them from him a while back. Um, I'm going to go over them real quick. Um, one of them is The Psychic Highway, which I did not read. Um, I, I do not have a copy of that book, but from what I hear, it's great. He's got another one called uh, Question of Sanity, which is awesome. I do have one from him called Madhouse, which is an amazing book, and it talks about a lot of the um, insane asylums, which if you like investigative reporting and you like them in a book format, meaning you want to uh, uh, sit down and just read a good book that's fact and it's not a bunch of bullshit, then that's what you want. You want to pick up one of Michael's books. Uh, Murder Mayhem uh, is another. He's, he's got quite a few here listed. Uh, just, um, Visions, Abandoned, and he has a brand new book. He's got so much more. And he's got a brand new book called Heart Island, uh, Cemetery of Strangers. And that's what we're going to be talking about tonight um, while we're talking and interviewing Michael himself with everything that's happening. Uh, he was a local author and is now, I believe, in Nevada. So we're going to know what happened to him. It's been a while since I spoke to him, so we're going to get the, the skinny on him and see what happened with that whole transition. He's got uh, this audio book. Like I said, we're going to be playing some of that for you tonight. And um, if everything works out good, we're going to try and do that for the next month or so and see how you guys like it. And uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy it. I mean, I, I know that I have. I've listened to the chap chapters one, two, three, four, and five, at least five times. I mean, it's just the, the book is amazing as far as I'm concerned. I, I love it. So, all right. Who we got on the phone? Is that you, Michael? Michael Keene. Michael Keene. I was just talking about you. I thought I'd give you, I thought I'd give you a call today. Good timing? I, yeah, good timing. You're right, right, on, right on track here because, yeah, it was perfect. Very good. How you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Can you get him to? You need to. Oh, I need to. It's on my end. Okay. Hold on one second, Michael. I just got to turn the volume up here so I can hear you better. All right. You should be good now. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Can you hear me now good? I... 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. So, so how are things going with you, sir? You know, things are going great. And um, I wonder if I could do one little thing before we get going. I sure. would like to give two big shout-outs to uh, two okay. people that I know are listening uh, tonight. You had mentioned awesome. my book, Madhouse, uh, The History Love of it. Insane Asylum. And uh, the first shout-out is to uh, Faye Conklin. Um, Faye, I probably shouldn't say exactly how many years ago, but there's a four <laughs> handle in the number of years, who, who hired me uh, to uh, work in the first community mental health center ever established in the state of New York. And wow. what's more, what's more is I met this uh, feisty, uh, beautiful little Spanish girl uh, who was working in the uh, insurance department. And as it turned out, we got married. And oh, no. Are, and we still are. <laughs> so, Faye, you changed my life. And who knows what would have happened if you never had hired me. I never would have met uh, Diana <laughs> Maybe these books never would have happened. It, would, it might have been ugly. Uh, so <laughs> I, owe, I, owe, I owe you a lot. And uh, the amazing. second shout out, shout out is to my uh, brother, Jim. Uh, as it turns out, even though we're all originally from New Jersey and New York, I now live in uh, Nevada, and my brother, Jim, lives in Nevada. In fact, we probably only live about uh, 20 miles from one another. And if he could figure out how to get his computer to work, uh, which I gave him precise instructions, he should be on there also. So, Jim, thanks for uh, tuning in. Okay, we're ready to we're ready to rumble. That that is awesome. That is awesome. First, you know, I was trying to think of how long ago you and I met. Now we met at the Block um, Little World's Fair. Uh, right. You, you know where I remember you mostly from is the Uh-oh. Avon Inn. The app. Well, the well, see, I'm, I, I was told to cl- I was told to clean it up. Uh, met you at the Avon Inn uh, in for one of your um, paranormal dinner events. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, yeah, and by the way, it was great. It was great. And um, you know, I was there. I sold some books and gave a talk and. And I think you had annual events. I've been to three different venues of yours, and uh, we just keep on doing it. So, by the way, if you hear of any of uh, Ted's uh, events, uh, you want, and you're you're somewhere in the vicinity, you want to go because they're a lot of fun. I always had Thank a lot of fun, and uh, you. you never know what might happen. <laughs> that's, that's the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> that's so. Um, Michael, I want to introduce you to Invisible John. He's the other one on the microphone right now. Hello, Michael. I, I, I can't see you, John. I can't see you. <laughs> That's the oh, idea. <laughs> By the way, are people are people listening to us, watching us, or both? Uh, actually, they are listening to you um, okay. through uh, Blog Talk Radio, too, right? Yes. Well, yes. So they are listening Facebook to you on Live. Blog Talk Radio and Facebook Live mm-hmm. uh, right now. So they, actually, we have a, a whole chat room of people right now listening to you. And um, in okay. fact, David Seiler just said, uh, Ted is a hell of a guy and John is awesome. <laughs> Live. Right? Right? 
also have one in-studio guest. Yes, we do have an in-studio guest. Yes, we do. Um, so they basically, show, do they have to show ID when they come into your show? <laughs> yeah, if it doesn't have paranormal detector, stuff, maybe. ID, they're not allowed. It's <laughs> all right. He brought hard cider, so that that was his idea. Oh, that nice. was the way, I got that's the way he wormed his a, a local, Oh, it's just a tea, but I don't know why you're not drinking that. Well, let's see. All right, Michael. So I, I kind of started out on your intro a little bit, and then I noticed that you called. Um, I wanted to kind of tell you who you are and, and, and why I have you on my show. And to be honest with you, it started out because I look up to you, and I, I don't know if I ever told you that. I, I find you. I find, no, he's not. He's much shorter than I am. But I, 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 Barely. I started writing. I started writing my book, and one of the reasons right. because me the inspiration a little bit and to um, saying what I have to say and kind of being an investigative author myself on certain things and within the paranormal and I've always kind of looked at you as is um, I don't know what word I'm looking for but I, I really enjoy your book you write and as a um, mentor yeah like a mentor else. yeah yeah you've got some great stuff I and I love that. the way you Present it. I mean, you've had you've done a few lectures with my events, and right. I think they've all went over very well. I haven't been kicked out of any of them yet. <laughs> I think they have. I, well, you know, you know what we're talking about. We're talking about unusual but true stories, and right. we try to tell it in a direct, uh, well, of course, factual manner and uh, an entertaining manner and I think people appreciate it and it makes me happy it, it, it's a lot yeah. of fun to do yeah exactly exactly it's 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 I don't know I love the book about the first female serial killer that was right. amazing yeah I love that book um I tell I, I say to all men they should read that book <laughs> they should the men <laughs> the men should read that book and then should. So I just want to say hello to Diane. Uh, thank you for joining us here. So um, once in a while, um, you will hear us uh, say shout outs to people as they pop on, uh, just so they feel loved. So I'm just going to kind of read a little bit of your, your bio here um, to our fans. Um, if you're just tuning into Paratory Radio, our guest today is Michael T. Keene. Um, who is a author who, who that has what do you up to like eight books now, Michael? I think eight or yeah, ten yeah. books. This one is the eighth. Yeah, yeah, eight, yeah. And four documentaries. And, um, and so four documentaries. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's an amazing individual. Um, his books. If you do not own one, I would go to his website and purchase one. And you can go right to Michael T. King. You can go there and and. You open, you'll see a nice photo of him, and uh, the information about his books are on the front page, which is the way it should be with most websites. But I'm going to read this for you real quick. Um, it says, Michael is the author of Folklore and Legends of Rochester, Murder and Mayhem and Madness, Ed House, which I love that book, Question of Sanity, and now he has another newer book. Uh, recently, how new is this one? The Vietnam Reflections. How old is that one, Michael? Well, that actually came out about a year and a half ago. That's a special okay. book. Yeah. Maybe later we can just talk about it for a few minutes. But uh, about okay, a year and a half one, ago. Yeah. 
Yeah, that one I don't have, so I don't know so much about that one. So that might be a good idea. Michael mm-hmm. is also the producer of the award-winning documentary series Visions, as well as his recently released audiobook anthology. So that's the one. How many books are in your anthology? Is that well, just actually, a couple or uh, the first? The first seven. Uh, tonight we're talking about the eighth audiobook. It's not eighth. part of yep. the anthology. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a okay. standalone audiobook and probably will be that way until I figure out a way to get eight of them into one package. <laughs> I, I am I am like really excited about the new book. In fact, I'm just I right. I, I want to get to it as soon as possible because that you got me hooked to be honest with you. Um, so let's go back here. It says, although employed as a full-time financial advisor for the past 23 years, Michael has combined his interest in local history, writing, and filmmaking in order to explore unique and fascinating chapters of the 19th century Western New York folklore and legends. Now, I have got to tell you something. that I We've had a couple other authors on here and documentative uh, um, individuals, and uh, especially the Mojave uh, Mysteries, if you remember. That John, remember that guy, yep. Mojave? Like he spends a lot of his days out in the desert, and he um, takes the folklore for them and brings them to light in the YouTube channel and, and video. Where I have to tell you, the two of the most interesting people that I've ever listened to or read, in, you know, their stories. Michael is one of top. I mean, you really will enjoy his books, no matter um, where you are and where you can find it. I mean, I'm sure they're available on Amazon as well, um, which is probably the most um, it's like social media. When it comes to Amazon, everything's on Amazon. So I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to. Right. Um, and, and Michael is always available, which I know is, is true. If you have an event, if you would love to hear a lecture or something from him, especially reading his books, he does a great um, – it's just it, – he's very good at speaking, better so than myself. And um, relaying his books, the way he talks and conveys to the audience is amazing. We've always adored his lectures and his readings um, at our events. And that's why I've always asked him to come back. But he moved to Nevada, so now I can't ask him to come back until he, you know, either I an event in Nevada or he comes back for some reason. So, <laughs> and, and we shouldn't rule out uh, either one. We shouldn't rule. There you go. There you go. That sounds right. good. So, um now, it says here, because I, I actually wrote a lot of notes about the, the new book. I didn't. That's why I'm reading from your website, because I was more interested in the book, to be honest with you. But we have to convey who you are to our listeners. I felt that yeah. was the best way to take it right from your website. As well as, mm-hmm. I'm going to put the website right here at the bottom. I'm going to type that in for you so that you can see it and um, go right to it. Com. So that is right at the bottom. I tried to keep my website as simple as possible. Michael T. King. Yeah. Right. So that is now pinned to the bottom of the live chat here um, on the wow. Facebook Live. So, you're, so you will be able to at any time click on that and go right to his page. Okay. So that will be throughout the show tonight that will be there. So you never have to worry about asking me for it again. It's right there at the bottom of the page for you. 
All right, so real quick, you know, I want to say hello to Lauren. Lauren, there you are. Thank you so much for, for the caskets that are sitting behind me on the shelf. Um, they're beautiful, and Cindy has not seen them yet. She is running late. Uh, Roman, hello, Romy. Nice to see you. Uh, Don, thank you for, for showing up. You uh, were on my live feed earlier talking about tonight's show, and thank you so much. Julie, thank you so much for hopping on here as well. I see cousin kim that yes you do and there's tracy hey tracy is from um believe it or not john uh tracy is from the uh fox sisters estate um in hydesville new york yeah nice. so she's joining nice. us as well yeah yeah we, uh, we actually did a live feed there um did a live remote mm-hmm. there last year and it was beautiful it was a it's a great location all right so what I'd like to do is, um, Michael, why don't we do this first? Why don't you plug, like, uh, is there anything that you need to plug other than your website? Do you have anything coming up that maybe we should throw people first? Upcoming events? Well, an event that they can see. Let's not, let's not talk about we are all class over. Or commercialism. I think the website tells it all, and especially – yeah, you know, one of the things that I try to, I've always done, actually, is that I've always um, had freelancers work mm-hmm. to help me on a lot of my projects, especially the documentaries, because I had great right. actors and musicians and uh, and that, uh, you know, genre. And then also with the books, uh, I've had somebody help me design the covers. And there's a lot that goes into the production of a book besides just the writing. Having somebody edit the book is uh, extremely important. Uh, you know, if, if the truth be known, you don't even have to be that good of a writer, but if you have a good idea and you can kind of get some of it down on paper, if you have a good editor, they can really help you, um, right. you know, with, with the finished book. And as we get into the audio book about mm-hmm. Art Island, I think probably the mm-hmm. one thing I would do is if I was going to promote anything is just the wonderful voice actress that is the narrator of this book. Now I've had all my books narrated. And mm-hmm. so I have uh, dealt with many uh, voice over individuals and uh, Norma Jean Gratsky, who did the voice on this. She, she's a legend literally. And uh, she just, was able to take what I had written and she creates this whole mood and feeling, you know, the, the dirty little secret is this is now my eighth audio book. And I've never been particularly a uh, audio book person. Uh, I love to read. I love to write. I love to speak right. about what I, what I write. Uh, but yep. I've always done the audio books really for other people who enjoy listening to books and but now and i think you got a little hooked too because you know you got hooked as i got hooked all right so norma jean you know narrates this book and she's sending me chapter by chapter by chapter and you know i did what you did i not only listened to it once some of the chapters two and three times (laughs) yeah so anyway but we'll 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 get into We'll you know maybe talk about Norma Jean a little bit more you know as we go along. Right, right. Yeah, I, I myself, I mean, I, I am hooked. I definitely am hooked. Um, I do have a little message here for you, Michael. Uh, Julie, okay. 
Julie Steed, I don't know how to say her last name. I want to say um, Gulem, maybe. Um, she says, welcome, Michael. It's nice to hear your voice again. My husband and I talked with you and bought your books that's at the month. That's, 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 that's Mrs. G. That's what my daughter yeah. called. Yeah, okay. and nobody can pronounce her name. That's why. So she, So <laughs> I really appreciate that. <laughs> oh, um, actually, Terry Thomas has got a question for you right out the gate. He says, how would a person okay. who wrote a book even get started? How does somebody get started writing a book? Yep, yep. That's, okay. that's his thing because he, he actually yeah. has a haunted location. <laughs> I, you know, I've been asked the question how I decided to write about the stories that I've written about. Mm-hmm. And this may sound uh, a little strange, but my response is I don't choose these stories. These stories choose me. And and what I mean by that, and this has happened three times in the book uh, Heart Island, uh, A Graveyard of Strangers, happened this way in that I would be literally driving down the road and I would see a sign that I thought odd, and I would do a little research as to the meaning of the sign. And what it did for me is it opens up this world. The book Madhouse, for instance, came about Mm -hmm. because I was taking my grandson to a Boy Scout camp uh, in Ovid, New York, uh, which is about 40-some-odd miles south of uh, Rochester. And I went... Uh, through the the town of Ovid, and there was a sign that said Willard Drug Treatment Center. And the name Willard sent a Hmm. chill up and down my spine. I didn't know why. And it was only until I got home that I did the research and I found out why. And Willard was the reason that I wrote the book, Madhouse, which is the history of Uh, 13 different insane asylums, including the granddaddy of them all, Willard Insane Asylum. Um, And it happened to me again uh, when I uh, uh, saw a sign that said Holly, New York. And it also sent a chill up and down my spine because I knew that in Holly, eight boys from there died fighting in Vietnam. And oh. I knew I knew Holly to be this tiny little uh, farming community that I had been to once before. And I said, how could that be possible? And in fact, uh, Holly had the distinction, if you will, of having the highest per capita casualty rate in the entire Vietnam War. So, and then this book, Heart Island, literally came to me in an email. And so anyway, I guess to answer the question, how do you get into writing? I, I, for me, there's a story that has to be told. Right. Um, and then you come to the conclusion that you're the one to tell it. And, and there could be a lot of reasons for that. Uh, the book about Hard Island, The Mass Graveyard, because of all the other books that I have done and my interest 
in these unusual but true stories. Uh, the book about Holly, New York, and the Vietnam boys and the boys who died in Vietnam uh, was one that I had to tell because I'm a Vietnam veteran, and I knew about Holly, and I and that prompted me to try to find their surviving these eight boys who died 50 years ago to find their surviving brothers and sisters in order to talk to them and to find out about their brother. And I found 35 of them. It took me a long time, wow. but I did. And so, but, but I had to do this. In uh, a certain extent, you have no choice in the matter. Right. I think if you're doing it right. So, how do you start? There has to be a story. The story has to be told, and you have to be the one to tell it. And if you right. ever find that you can answer that, those two parts of it, then you'll know what to do. Yeah, perfect advice. Perfect advice. All right, I want to do a quick shout-out. Uh, believe it or not, Michael, we have Bonnie Hayes from Palmyra Museum here oh, joining us. She's one of my special people out in Palmyra, historic Palmyra. You know, I've been there yes. many, 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 many times, and a lot of their events, uh, which I wish I had was able to do this past year. But of course, here I am stuck in beautiful Southern um, Nevada. Uh, <laughs> by the way, when this interview is over with, I'm hopping into my heated pool. It, it, it's <laughs> a tough life, but somebody has to do it. But there you go. But yeah. So, so hi, Bonnie. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I also want to take and make a quick out here to, believe it or not, my sister is actually watching tonight. Mr. Steve Brandt is also joining us here live. We have uh, tonight. It, it's so good. So you guys, make sure you're jotting down your questions for Mr. Keen, and then uh, um, we'll keep him busy for the last hour for the Q&A. You know what I mean? And that's what we need to do. I could always ask myself some questions if you don't have enough, but we can hopefully hopefully we don't have to resort to that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's funny. That's that is that is great. All right. Well, well I think what we're gonna do real quick, you wanna run the first commercial. We're gonna run a quick commercial here, guys. For your book too. Uh for my book, I guess. Uh, and that's what John just said. So we're gonna hang tight. We're gonna run a quick commercial, which is I think less than forty seconds or something like that. Isn't it? It's 41 seconds. 41 seconds. Oh, yeah, close. Okay, it's 41 seconds. So, all right, don't go anywhere, guys. We'll be right back. Questions ready. Michael Don, we'll be right back with you. Flashlight. Normal investigation. Written by Keith Spratley and Ted Van Son. If you're looking to join the living who research the paranormal or the unknown, this book will guide you into developing techniques. Reverend Tim Shaw says... The work will guide you Just along sure your journey to seek the truth about life after death. Thanks for joining us. Available yeah. at Barnes and Noble and Amazon, and you can find right a direct on. link on <laughs> TalkRadio.com. Happy today. All right, there you go. There's there, there's my shameless plug, Mr. John. Thanks, shameless. Yeah, shameless. So if you guys are just tuning in, we're actually sitting down here and we're talking with Michael Keene, Michael T. Keene, who is, uh, to me, uh, very close to being a god. No, um, he's, a, he's a fantastic author, investigative author. Just He writes about so many things that 
I, I really have to say this, that things that you don't think you want to hear about. It's amazing. Of Now, I'm going to be honest with you, Mike. When I started hearing this audio file for your new book, I started shaking my head and going, are you kidding me? I mean, I was answering Norma Jean Gradsky while she was telling the story. I'm like, right. really? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? It's like, And some of the right. stuff you think about actually made me upset. I'm like, I can't believe, you know, stuff. stuff. But it, I, I, the first thing that I'm going to ask you about this whole um, is what made you want to write about this? Well, as I think I indicated before, I had no choice in the matter. Yeah, it was but, kind of chose um, to. Yeah. It, 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 was, it was a two-step process. When I learned that a little island a mile long, a quarter of a mile wide, had been used to bury uh, people who were uh, poor, homeless, uh, essentially people whose bodies were unclaimed. New York City had been using this little island as a place to bury people for the last 150 years. Not necessarily in secret, but nobody knew about it because it, 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 it was to nobody's advantage to publicize it. Right. And so right. 150 years later, we learn that over a million people are buried there. And they're, exactly. buried, they're buried in mass graves. Uh, what they do is they dig a trench uh, wide enough, long enough, to put 170 caskets piled on top of one another in this trench. Uh, the people who are buried there are not embalmed. Uh, the reason is that when you're not, you, you, have a, you have caskets there, so this is really those, uh, and they're new caskets, right, Ted? Right. You have new caskets? Okay, because I've done shows where the caskets, well, never mind. So, <laughs> yeah. So, because the bodies are not embalmed, they um, deteriorate at a much faster, decompose at a much faster rate. Right. And so right. every 30, here, here's, here's the, the shocking part. So every 30 to 35 years, they can go in and redig that trench and put 170 more people in the trench and then cover it up. So when, when you think about the amount of space that they're using, the fact they're reusing the same uh, burial space is one of the reasons that you're able to essentially bury all these people in this period of time. Mm. Um, so that's what intrigued me, of course. But, but the question I asked myself and which ultimately drew me to write the book and to do the audio book is who were these people? You know, this right. may sound um, like a cliche, but um, um, the um, Stalin, the uh, dictator and premier mm -hmm. of Russia and, and, so, and the Soviet Union, once said that the death of a person is a tragedy, 
But the death of a million people is just a statistic. And so I said, you know, that's true. You know, to write about a mass graveyard, a million people, and the way they do it and so on and so forth, uh, is just a statistic. I need to find Mm -hmm. out who some of these people are. And And this is where... This is a story that has to be told. And so as as it turns out with recent advances in uh, DNA and fingerprint technology and finally the release of some of the uh, burial records, we now know who some of these people are. And as it turned out, there were a number of people who during their lifetime were actually quite famous actors, actresses. Right. Uh, movie directors, writers, musicians. And so the book, uh, New York City's Hard Island, A Cemetery of Strangers, is the story about a million people who were buried on this island. But it's more than that. It's more important than that because it's the story of some individual people that we learn about them. And it's not all um, macabre. There's a lot of humor because people are that way. Right, uh, right. So we, 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 we talk about, we write about the lives of some of these people. And to me, that's what makes the book what it is. Um, not necessarily the awesomeness of a, of a million dead people, but, uh, but the awesomeness of some of the lives. And, and, um, and that was the part that I really enjoyed um, researching and writing about. And that Norma Jean, who's the, the voice actress, that's the part she really enjoyed narrating, which are the lives. She even sings um, in the audio book. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff going on in there. And uh, there is. so anyway, that's what drew me to it. Right. Well, then that's why if people want to take a look, um, go to your Google and put in uh, where is the location of Heart Island. Now, I did that. And just so everybody knows, Cindy is here. Yep, so you'll have to move that up there. She has finally showed up. Um, she was busy. Happy. She was working. Actually, I was here, and my mom called me crying. I was oh. about to come in. My mom called me crying from her. Oh, I'm sorry. No, but it's good because I pulled in, and she came running to me. Nice. Out of the car, so, yay. Okay, so just quick, Heart Island, as Michael was right. saying, is it's a Long now, what I want to do is if you guys can pull that up to look at, and it is a potter field. Um, it, it's uh, this story is just it drove me crazy. I started doing, I mean, I have a few papers here that just from the intro and stuff mm-hmm. that I because myself, Michael does this to me all the time, he'll start doing a story, and, and then I'll have to go do my own research. <laughs> but I, I'll tell you, if you look at the map real quick. See, like, um, it go out, New Rochelle is north of that, all right? And then, now, this little island, it is an island, and it sits right off, like, the Bronx you'll see to the left, and right. the little island, I don't know right. how many miles, but it's, it's right out there, and the city island is first, and then Hart Island, okay? And the city island, city island, you actually get on a ferry to get there. Yeah, and City Island's probably about a mile and a half or maybe two miles right. long, maybe not, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. But Kings Point, 
I mean, he, Michael, I, I have to tell you that this book has is, is got so much information and it talks about King, King's Point. It talks about all these little things around there. And I'm telling you folks, once you start listening to this book or reading this book, you're not going to want to put it down. Because as he spoke, I mean, there are actors, actresses, there are Confederate soldiers, Union soldiers, there are um, babies um, stillborn. Three, there are so 300,000 many... babies are buried there. 300,000. 300, and the reason that – what's really weird is Michael and I had a phone call, and I did not know about his plan on doing this as we're doing right now, but he was – we were talking about haunted locations and me doing investigations. And he did say to me, he goes, you know what? Probably the most haunted place out there is Hart Island. Yeah, That's why we ended up where we are right now. Mm-hmm. You think about it, a million people are buried yeah. on top of each other. Truly lost. On this island. Yeah. Truly lost, exactly. Yeah. And all from different diseases, from mm-hmm. um, influenza to uh, typhoid fever to, you know, plague to all stuff. I mean, just whatever. Mm-hmm. And if they were unclaimed bodies, mm-hmm. they were put there. Yeah. And I, I just started going, in fact, I listened to chapter uh, two and three on the way up here. And I'm, I, I get so angry at certain parts. Yeah, like I will be totally honest with you. I'm picking this out of the book and I'm sorry if I'm not supposed to. There is a part about the IRS building. That really just it, it makes me sad that in New York City that this building sits on top of I believe it was the first or the the largest black or African American cemetery. Right, former slaves. Mm. There could be anywhere between former ten slaves. and twenty thousand slaves buried there. Yeah, and it just sits you know, on top of it, and the bodies are still there. Correct, right. Michael. The bodies are still yeah, there. Yeah. Right. Well, in in. Yeah. in um, the first chapter begins in 1822 in what was called the 1822 burial crisis of New York City. Right, right. And New York City yep. grew so rapidly that by 1822, there were already 100,000 people buried on Manhattan Island. And they sometimes were buried only 18 inches below ground. And yeah, the I- chapter goes on to explain what what it was like to be walking through sections of Manhattan Island uh, and uh, the, the odor. Mm. And so eventually, you know, New York City, as people know, you know, five boroughs of New York City, but New York City is essentially a right. city of islands. In fact, the only borough of New York that's not an island is the Bronx, which is where Hart mm-hmm. Island is just off of it. But there are many other little islands uh, some were used extensively to quarantine people, uh, right. so who had smallpox, typhoid Mary. We've kind of heard of typhoid Mary, but she was a real person, and she was kept locked up on one of these islands for 32 years. Yeah, she never committed yeah. any crime. Uh, so anyway, you you learn a lot about this, but yeah, a lot of those islands were used. Uh, Blackwell Island which is now mm-hmm. known as Roosevelt Island, had right. the, um, an insane asylum, uh, what called the insane asylum Blackwell Island. And uh, so there were many prisons. Well, um, there's even uh, prisons now 
that are uh, being used in, in, on, on some of the islands. Uh, and then, of course, the, the insane asylums and tuberculosis wards. And, and then, of course, Hart Island was used to bury all these people. Right, right. And, and uh, that's, what, that's what got me. I'm sorry, I'm looking for my gum. Um, there was just <laughs> so much that um, Mary, uh, I'm going to remember her, someone that actually barrier of what was it the, the, uh, you're, you're, she, did I got that right wrong I can't remember now Mary Mallon uh, Mal, yes yes that was chapter three I think and it just threw me for a loop how they arrested through and she was people do certain things and she was Working, worked with food, server broke or something, right? She was and then arrested. Yeah, her story and, is amazing. Yeah. Oh my god! I mean, I'm telling you, Michael, if you're writing books like this, the little boy who book. played Peter Pan for Walt Disney is buried at Hard Rock. Yeah, oh my you god, know, that was amazing. you didn't have to necessarily be poor to end up there. There are right. people who buried there by mistake. Uh, human what? error, administrative oversight, fraud. Uh, there's, well, there's a couple of chapters about uh, the fraud of uh, Medicare abuse and how people who have the money to be buried on a regular cemetery instead right. were put there. Uh, so the person who was overseeing their finances kept their money. So there's, right. there's a lot of aspects to this story. Yeah, I mean, there was it, places it, he was talking about Sorry to cut you off, Michael, but there was a, 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 a cemetery that originally was bought, I think, from the state for like $4,000. And then like 10 years later, it was it sold for $40,000. Yeah. And it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, so some of the stuff that you find in his book, you will actually scratch your head or say, I can't believe it. Like what the hell is? I mean, I, what I took away from this, to be honest with you, and this is just till what chapter six, I think, Michael, is like humans are jerks. I mean, mm-hmm. really selfish individuals. It's all about money. It's all about. Uh, I mean, these mass graves that were just like by the Trinity Church, in fact. Um, right. It's just amazing what happened to that. Just that parcel of land in 100 years or 30 years, how many times it was, you know, it, the smell, the, there was just so many things that it, it, it just, it drives you like insane. It's like, why wouldn't they move the bodies? But if there was one thing that I can honestly say as I was listening to Mike's book, uh, you can't go without like literally visualizing it. Yes. Yes. Smelling it. Yes. I literally was like, oh. Norma oh. Jean did a great job on on this. I mean, she she did. She did. I was a little. I didn't know for certain while I was listening to the intro, but it but it's gotten a lot better. Yeah. 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 In the beginning, and, it seemed a little rough, but other than that, I mean, once you get going, she really picks up on some of that. So I think it's. Mm-hmm. I I I love the book. I love it. And the the sad part about it is, I will never actually read it because. Now I can listen to it over and over and over mm-hmm. in my truck. Right. I, I have That's to fine. Say. We, we, we don't care which one you buy. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I'm telling free. you, there's. That, there you go. Yeah. But there's a lot to be said, Michael, about reading that you can write to a degree where you can get people in that space where you can have them visualizing what you wanted and to be able to the conveying of it yes, to convey it to be able to smell to interpret that in your five senses is amazing i have to say so i need to give that the props to you man yeah and and i think it's one of the other things that i caught was the statistics from date to the amount of people oh my to all that stuff it was like I really want to know. I mean, as an investigative um, individual like myself, I mean, that's a lot of research, Mike. I mean, honestly, that's a lot of research on your part. Right. Well, that's the key to the whole thing. Uh, I'll tell you a quick story. When I was thinking about doing my first documentary, I somehow ran into a guy who was a cameraman um, who worked on uh, some movies. And uh, and I asked him, you know, the people who did these movies, what would you say was the one thing that they were the best at? Uh, Ken Burns comes to mind. He did the great documentary about the Civil War. And, and he was, this guy I'm talking to, was a cameraman, one of many that Ken Burns used. And he said to me, the strength, the power of Ken Burns was his ability to research. And, w- and when I heard that, I said, you know what? I know I'm probably not the greatest uh, writer in the world. I'm not, I know I'm not the greatest movie uh, director in the, in the world. There's a lot of things I'm not the greatest of. But you want to know something? I think I could be pretty good at research. Because research only requires that you do it. Uh, right. The, the the end of doing the research is when you stop doing it and there's nothing that says that you have to. So right. it's up to you. Right. And it, the, the information is there. It depends on to what lengths will you go? Yeah. How level are you really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean and, and you is know, there a place you won't travel to? Is there a person you won't talk to? Is there a library you won't go to? Is it, and so this story just had so much uh, history, to use a, uh, the, the term that we're, we're talking about, the history, right. that uh, it, it, was, it was all there. I mean, for instance, the great AIDS epidemic of New oh, York yeah. City, which, which hit New York City in 1980 and went on for pretty strongly for the next 20 years. This was, you talk about statistics. There were over 100,000 people who died of AIDS in New York City alone. And of those, that's 100,000. And of those 100,000, many thousands, and we don't know exactly how many, were not claimed by their families and who died without money and who died without identification, and who, when they were brought to Hart Island because they had died of AIDS and the scare <clears throat> that AIDS had upon people in the 1980s, they actually buried the people on Hart Island 14 feet deep. 
as if well, that the AIDS virus could somehow escape the grave. Um, and one on the final little statistic, there are still 1,500 people a year who die of AIDS from New York City. I, I, I never really thought about the AIDS virus of, and, and the whole, everything that went with it, but it, it deserves its own sep- it has its own separate chapter because there are thousands of people uh, buried on Hart Island who were AIDS victims. And we, we describe in the book how that all happened, how 100,000 people could die of this one disease in such a short uh, period of time. Uh, during contemporary, you know, recent time. Uh, so anyway, there's, there's many chapters like that. <clears throat> the chapter about the Bowery, uh, which we now, what we call Skid Row, mm-hmm. especially in the early 1920s and 1930s, 1940s, that was housed primarily by alcoholics uh, who were intentionally poisoned by the federal government. I, w- I won't say too much else. Uh, it, actually, it wasn't the intention to kill those men, but they poisoned a, uh, uh, a chemical that was used to make bathtub gin. And they intentionally poisoned it, thinking that it would prevent people from making this alcoholic brew. But it didn't. And it killed many, many uh, homeless alcoholic men who are buried on Hart Island. So each, historically, each decade, there was uh, something that fueled, if you will, uh, Hart Island. We have that in the uh, book, of course, in the audio book. And then every yeah. other chapter are biographies of some of the people we now know who are buried there. Well, you know, I... I, I yeah. yeah, and, you know, I started writing down like just like the intro and the first and second chapter and stuff that that just for me, I mean it was hard for me to get past the the first three chapters because I wanted to go back like I missed something <laughs> or or wait a minute what was that what was I that know. statistic again exactly. what was what was that because you don't think about this stuff mm-hmm. and and when you get to the one chapter about the superstorm um I think that was chapter 1 I think uh, or Actually, two. It comes right and, in and the right yeah, in the introduction. That's right. Yeah. So you get into the super. Well, I mean, there. If you rise and you picture standing on a bank, yeah, you can look like across the water, and there's mm-hmm. another, there's an island across from you. Yeah. And because of the superstorm, mm-hmm. you see skeletal remains hanging out the dirt, you know, in and out of whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. It, it, it's very That's creepy, but it's also one of the you're, you're kind of like sitting there going, what in the what? hell? Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think in your book that the, there was places like they only buried them three foot deep. Yeah, two and three feet deep. Yeah. yeah and you're like, Really? That was, at the, that was at the church. I remember. Yeah, it was at the it. church, and it was like only two or three feet. Yeah. I mean, disgusting. no wonder they smelt it. You know what I yeah. mean? You know, because it was only Whoever two or three feet. Delta. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Yeah. But yeah, it's like no, the that's why the church did it. The church smelt it and dealt it. Yeah. Know. So now I had I wrote some stuff down here 
um, like 1822, they avoided the smell stench. So that's where the bodies were uh, decomposing. They were at three feet, two to three feet. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, seven, uh, so July of 1822, yellow fever, fever um, with the largest deaths in that area was, was 1822. Uh, what is this? This is, oh, Washington Square Park was one of the other things I wanted to talk about. Right. That was Potter's Field, I think. Right, many, right. Many and then the parks, the early Potter's Field. I mean, and they were just, they were just, they just name changed. You know, right. they just, they didn't move anything. Mm-hmm. They just name changed. Like, or they put, <laughs> best one, they put baseball fields on top of them. What, why not run on the bed? I mean, you know, I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, I, I just, that's why when I say that when Michael Keane is a great author, I'm telling you, he does his homework. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah, this, and, was, this was unbelievable to me. Yeah, and that's why when we talk, when, like our normal show guys, when we talk about the paranormal and how we investigate, we constantly tell you guys that one of the most important things is doing your homework. Doing yeah. the research, mm-hmm. okay? Just like what Michael said, you are the one that's going to limit yourself. You can dig as much as you want and go back as far as you can. Mm-hmm. If you decide to give up at, say, 50 years into it, that's up to you. You really need to do the research on some of this stuff. And I'm going to tell you right now that I am making plans to go to Heart Island somehow. I want somehow. to go to Heart Island, so, too. So you know, some way. Can, I just, can I just can I just caution you about doing that? Yeah, yeah. yeah go it ahead. Is, it, is, it is illegal to oh. go oh. to Hard Island. You need Fine. special permission, which they don't like to give. In fact, it used to be really up until just two years ago. Well, really, just up to a year ago, that if they caught you there, they would arrest you. Because uh, wow. the only way you can get there is you have, to, you have to get a boat, and you have to, you know, make your way over to Hart Island. Hart Island is administered by the New York City Department of Corrections. Yeah, that's uh, right. They is, have to vary in the people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, which is interesting. Not, not the Parks Department, but the Department of right. Corrections. Now right. you apply right. online two, three months mm. in advance. Sometimes you can come over there, but you can't bring a camera. You can't bring a phone. You can't you can't bring a pencil or a paper or a piece of paper. Uh, wow! And, and once they get you over there, they don't let you wander around. Now, by the way, there has been uh, one person that I know of who did sneak over there and, and managed to get around the island in the middle of the night until he was eventually captured. But but <laughs> it's that closely <clears throat> protected. And garden. Wow. I don't By know. The way, I'm just the, saying. Uh, the, the people who bury the people are right. uh, inmates from Rikers Island, which is right. a huge prison complex. Again, it's on its own island, Rikers Island, uh, oh. that they bring over by ferry. Uh, they pay them, and now they're getting paid very well. The inmates get paid <laughs> 30 cents an hour. And by the way, the inmates volunteer for this because it gives them the opportunity to get out. Rikers Island, prison. And I've talked to police officers who've been there and they know this is one of the worst prisons in the United States. Half the people there haven't even been convicted of anything. Uh, But so they volunteer just so they can get off the island. 
Uh, in fact, I have a couple of photographs. The book uh, is going to have 53 photographs. The book, by the way, doesn't come out until September. Uh, oh, okay. The press is the publisher. But the audio book is, is here and now. And, uh, and, and that's what – so anyway, I, I think it's great to listen to the book and to read the book. But yeah. uh, it's Riker, Riker's Island Inmates who are the people who actually bury these poor souls who end up at Heart Island. Right. Well, just a quick note, guys. If you guys are interested in this book, it is going to be available with a link on our website um, for Michael. We're going to uh, buy a copy. It is going to be available right there. I'll have a special. Anybody um, who gets the audio book, um, mm-hmm. I'll have your email address because that's how you buy the book on my website. Right. You give an okay. email address. And then what would happen when the book comes out, I would email you. And actually, we hadn't discussed this prior, but anybody who does <laughs> that gets the audio book would get the actual physical book at half price. I decided that would be a good way to promote the book. Yeah, again, the people get the audio book. I, I think you're going to get blown away by the audio book, but I think because of the photographs alone, you're right. Um, I think, you know, if you enjoyed the audio book, I, I think it, you enjoy the uh, regular book. But anyway, that would be between you, me, and anyone who's here. Uh, <laughs> and again, when the book comes out, I would send you back an email and let you know it's out. It's up to you whether you want to pursue But then oh, we wouldn't go through my website. We, we, we do that separately. Yeah. So, so yes, Australia. Yes, China. Yes, Japan. <laughs> the UK. Uh, yeah, if you just like to look watching. at pictures, you don't even have to know how to read English. There you go, because they're yeah. all watching. Yeah. So yeah, so um, yeah. Yeah. California, believe it or not, and yeah, so there's there's a lot of them on here now. So it is nine oh one. So this is this is the we would really I, I really would like you guys to listen to the introduction. Um, to this book now you have the the, the cd the very the intro it should be listed right in or the intro first so what we're going to do is we're going to take do the first i think the first minutes i think is the intro to michael's book and then we're going to talk and then you guys are going to be able to do some q a with him because michael does he have to leave at 9 30 so and um so we're going to do that. We're going to listen to that. I have to, I have to jump play into the pool. Yeah, jump into the pool. Nice. Yeah, my phone would get all wet if I did. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we're going to play that. We're going to do a couple of commercials. We can come back, and then you guys to, to do Q&A, call in and talk to Michael. Um, so we'll have Cindy put the number right down here at the bottom in just a moment. Are you all set to go, John? Okay, we're going to start it off right here. Here's the um, world premiere intro to Heart Island. Go ahead. New York City's Heart Island, a cemetery of strangers. Written by Michael T. Keene, narrated by Norma Jean Gradsky. And Judas, who betrayed him, seeing he was condemned, repented himself and brought again the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and ancients, saying, I have sinned in betraying innocent blood, and casting down the pieces of silver in the temple, he departed, 
and hanged himself. After the chief priest took counsel, they took the pieces of silver and bought with them the potter's field to be a burying place for strangers. Introduction Superstorm What would become the largest Atlantic storm on record swirled up violently from the Caribbean, creating a devastating oceanic force that at its zenith reached 900 miles across and a thousand miles long. This hurricane, or superstorm, as it was later characterized, was about to lay waste to the most populated corridor in the United States. This hotter-than-usual Caribbean weather pattern met the icy North Atlantic waters and intensified into a hybrid colossus, both tropical and Arctic, perhaps responding to rising global temperatures, or perhaps mythically due for a battle with the land. The storm was whirling and building, huge and slow, hundreds of miles out. At one point, exhibiting the lowest barometric pressure ever recorded on the Atlantic seaboard. The first harbinger of destruction was 115-mile-per-hour wind gusts. Across the eastern United States, people evacuated by the millions from the front lines of the inevitable destruction and against nationally declared states of emergency. They bought food, water, fuel, boarded up their homes and businesses, gearing up to sit out the deadliest weather event to ever hit the East Coast. But for a monster storm to be destined to cause $65 billion in damage in the U.S. alone and kill at least 233 people, preparation was futile. For many, the impact of this superstorm would be too great to overcome. The name of the storm was Sandy. The hurricane made landfall as a Category 2 in Brigantine, New Jersey, bombarding the Northeast with a vortex of wind and water, spreading its massive wingspan to punish communities with rain, snow, flying debris, and rising storm surges at quantities and velocities hitherto unseen in this part of the world. After drowning dozens in the Caribbean days before, Sandy set her sights on the most populated area on the continent sending surging water up to and beyond 13 feet in the country's most storied island, Manhattan. The storm caused billions of dollars in damage, destroying property, eroding shorelines, in some cases destroying 50% of beach sand in barrier islands, dumping 10 million gallons of sewage into the water and killing 25 people. Hurricane Sandy revealed deep flaws in one of the world's greatest metropolises, demolishing long-standing structures and proving that even this pinnacle of society stood no chance against this most ruinous of meteorological events. It took weeks, months, and even years, but eventually New York recovered. About a mile east of Pelham Bay Park and City Island, off the coast of the Bronx, New York, lies 130 acres of land known as Hart Island. In April of 2018, 
approximately six years after Superstorm Sandy, an official from the Department of Corrections, which oversees jurisdiction of the island, alerted a well-known Heart Island activist that skeletal remains had been observed literally scattered on the beach, some even protruding from the shoreline. Arranging a boat and accompanied by a Newsday reporter, the pair photographed and confirmed the sighting as accurate. The following day, a forensic anthropologist from the New York City office of the chief medical examiner conducted an investigation that subsequently resulted in the recovery of 174 human bones, including six skulls. The remains discovered that day unearthed a secret kept hidden for over a hundred and fifteenth round of this nondescript tiny island were the remains of nearly one million people buried in wide, deep pits by convicts from nearby Rikers Island. The dead included stillborn babies, unclaimed paupers, Union and Confederate soldiers, the insane, the addicted, and the unidentified. Tales of war, abuse, fraud, epidemic, and mental illness divulged by the bones would tell stories of New York's most forgotten of people. Now, after nearly a century and a half, as a result of recent advances in DNA and fingerprint technology, forensic anthropology, and access to previously withheld burial records, we can now identify some of these anonymous lost souls and reveal the hidden history of Heart Island, America's largest mass graveyard. That was uh, pretty crazy. Mm. Oh, was that the ending there? Okay. Well, I wasn't <laughs> sure because I said John, seven good minutes. Job. So, yeah, good job for catching it. No, no, no. Uh, good, good job to John because he was literally counting us down to go live. Oh, I didn't see him because I was trying to answer a question. <laughs> they uh, they were asking about um, why I was shaking my head because if you listen to what uh, Norma Jean was just talking about with the intro yeah, to the crazy. book. When they were talking about some of that stuff, like the you know the, the stillborn babies and all that stuff, I was shaking my head because you don't think about stuff like that, and it's a it's it was a secret, right? You know, yes, and, it and, was, and it really Mike isn't up very much, and it really well, you really can't hear it that much. You, you can probably hear it better through. Your I can buzz. hear you, but I can barely oh, hear me. Okay, he can turn you up a little bit. Um, the only thing that makes you think. It's like I, I, I'm mm-hmm. listening to her talk, and I'm thinking about what about the other places that mm-hmm. this is this is probably a bad way to put it. But if you guys remember the movie, the poltergeist. Um, yeah, that's exactly the one. I, I got a picture of it. The house, In, yes, the, the, the whole, the whole, um, yeah, I mean, that that whole spread of houses built on top of a cemetery right. where they just built the houses. They didn't remove the graves. Right. And everything became haunted. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I was thinking that in my head, and I was shaking my head. They were wondering why I was shaking my head. And it was because you don't know. Mm-hmm. You really don't know unless you start doing research you on some of these things. Know. You know, it's like, what is, what is, okay, so what is this theater that I'm watching movie in buried on? You know, what is, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I do, I do. I understand that. And then people are because buried we take on. take it for granted, right? We do, but a million yeah. people. 
a um, million. You think about that. I can't. I can't think about that. A million like, people, mass me. graves, babies uh, buried on top of each other. Uh, the poor people. Yeah. Now. Okay, so let's just say um, Billy mm-hmm. Joe Frazier's uh, brother is missing, and come to find out that he's not buried anywhere. He was, you know, from mm-hmm. that they could tell, mm-hmm. but yet his body was found on Hart Island. Right. Now, Michael, is this our, our – I, I think I heard it, but I, I didn't write it down. Are they able – is family able to go there or not if they find out well, the relative family members – Family members are given consideration to go okay. there, but you just can't pop in. You have to, again, apply online. There's a form you have to have signed. It has to be notarized. Uh, and then it has to be on a, on a particular day when there is a ferry uh, that will take you there. And when you do get there as a family member, they do not take you on a tour of the island or to a place that you think your uh, loved one is buried, they take you to a pavilion. And for a half an hour, they give you a little brief history of Hart Island. Uh, Again, no photographs, no phones, no paper, no pens, no pencil. And then after a half hour, you go back on the ferry, and then you go back. Uh, But Yes, you can. And and, and they cancel a lot of these trips. They make it extremely difficult. Even for the family members who have now learned uh, that their relatives are buried there, to actually go to the island itself. It, it just. It, it was just, a secret for almost 150 years. And now yeah. that people are becoming aware, they are extremely uncomfortable uh, with, um, with giving people access. And that's what really like blows my mind. Like the thought that. Still trying up because no pictures, no writing utensils, nothing that you can document anything with. Uh-huh. That's just it's That's there's, true. There's, like what is still there that they are hiding from? Because imagine they buried a million people there. Who else? What about they... toxic waste? Is there toxic waste there? Yeah, what is else there... did they bury? What else is buried? Exactly. That does make sense, you know. Well, I don't, I don't know if it's that so much as it is. This is run by the Department of Corrections. You know, th- these aren't, uh, you know, um, uh, marketing people or these aren't uh, customer right, service right, people. Right. You know, they're right. there. They're there to maintain strict control over the island mm-hmm. to make sure that these inmates who come do what they're supposed to do and then leave. Uh, they're not there to glad hand or to make happy people showing up. They uh, they do not want them there. That is right. Now, the the government of New York City has talked about uh, changing ownership uh, to the Parks Department. Now, you think that could be done with a stroke of the pen, but apparently right. uh, the bureaucracy, you know, when, yes. when yeah. one entity has owned something for a couple hundred years, to transfer ownership to somewhere else, I guess, is not a simple thing. So I think yeah. I think it's just uh, it's you know there's people involved here, <laughs> and uh, and those people uh, just are entirely uncomfortable with allowing uh, even family members. Uh, mm-hmm. to, I mean, people, the three hundred thousand children are buried there, most of them stillborn, right. and when a woman 
gave birth to a stillborn child. Uh, typically, she was poor, uh, and they were told, but don't worry, uh, she'll be buried at, in, in the municipal cemetery. That was what mm. they were told. Now, the municipal cemetery was a euphemism for a mass grave on Hart Island. So when the right. mother's weeks, months, even years came back and said, I want to visit the grave of my baby, uh, mm-hmm. of course, there was no grave. Uh, right. Because they would have been one. And, they, you know, they bury adults 170 at a time. They bury infants a thousand at a time, yeah. oh and they don't even—they don't even—they don't even warrant the pine boxes. Uh, they warrant cardboard boxes. They look like shoe boxes, actually. Oh my gosh. And, and so they're able to put a thousand um, uh, children at a time in one trench. Yeah, and oh that's because they want them to decompose as quickly as possible, so it can be reused. I think I but think the, the Lord, one, one one thing I hope your your listeners will will find though. Okay, like I said, uh, Stalin said that the death of a single person is a tragedy. The death of a million people is is a statistic. In in the audio book and in the book are stories about real people. Um, stories about a, a movie actress who was very <laughs> you know she was one of the first glamour girls. Um, right. in, uh, in, in Hollywood, who starred in four movies with John Wayne. Um, mm-hmm. Bobby Driscoll, who was the original Peter Pan uh, for mm-hmm. Walt Disney great. movies, who died yeah. from a drug overdose at the age of 30. And, and there are many others, of course. Dawn, Dawn Powell, who was a very right. successful author, whose yep. publicist... Uh, Dawn Powell made arrangements with her publicist that upon her death, her remains could be used as for cadaver research. But once her remains were done with, then it would be given back to her publicist who would see to it that she received Mm -hmm. a, a traditional dignified burial. But when her remains were presented to her publicist, the publicist refused to accept her remains, and therefore she ends up at Hard Island. I mean, there's many, many uh, stories uh, like that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when when I when we got to uh, Bobby Driscoll, I, I I it basically stopped listening. I went to Google search. I put in the name, mm-hmm. and I actually started doing some research on him to find out who he was and like that because you know michael yeah, you want to do that can, right. yeah. yeah yeah you want to and yeah. i did and it was because their their lives had meaning right and right. now and like that, ren, yeah, they were real people they weren't a statistic right. they were real people yeah right ren put it perfectly in here in our chat he said prison for the dead yeah yeah it was like that's that's it you're 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 over there you're not allowed you know nobody's allowed to see you or mm-hmm you know, pray to you over there or come down, put flowers on your grave or anything like that. And, and basically it sucks. It really does. Um, let's, let's do this. Cause we have about 15 minutes or 10 minutes actually. Yeah, so yeah, I was going to say 11. Yeah. 11 minutes. Okay. So let's go over to the phone lines. Are you, are you able to take a couple of questions there, Michael? Sure. Is, is anybody going to call us? So, call us. Okay. So Mark, let's Mark wrote, 
great book intro, intro, intro and, and great, great show. show. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. All right, so let's go over to um, – you guys can call in right now. Oh, yeah. So that you can ask a question. You can call in. The, the phone number to call is 323-642-1102. Um, you can call and say hi to Michael mm-hmm. and um, talk to him about um, any of his books or any questions. Um, you just heard the intro and a little bit about it. We've been ta- I've been talking about um, Heart Island. I've been wanting to for, what, weeks now since we started getting this stuff. And So did I miss it? How did you get involved in learning about Heart Island, Oh, yeah, Island, he actually he was telling me they received a – you said an email or something, but he, he – yeah, his books that like one he writes about, mm-hmm. he says they choose him. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, he doesn't choose what to write about. It chooses him. That's very good using your intuition, Michael. Well, I try to use uh, anything I can use. Yeah. <laughs> His intuition. I'll start using that too. <laughs> but, you know, but but you know, truly. I'm in a moving van. I'm, I'm probably in Albuquerque, New Mexico, somewhere. Uh, we're moving to Nevada, and I get this email from the uh, gal who does the uh, uh, my covers for my books. And she says, I thought you might be interested in this article that appeared in the New York Times yesterday. And mm-hmm. I click on the link, and it was that discovery of the 174 uh, human bones that were found on the beach. And wow. that's what prompted me to begin to look into the story. Uh, so by the time I hit uh, uh, Arizona, <laughs> I was already knee deep in the whole thing. And, uh, <laughs> and, and then it just dictates the, you know, the next year of your life, basically is the way it works for me. There mm-hmm. you go. Okay, so we got our first caller. Who's on the phone? Um, this is Joe Schmoe. This is um, Timothy. Oh, it's, oh Timothy. it's Tim. How are you doing, Tim? Hi. I'm, I'm doing I'm pretty good. All right. Do you have a question for Michael? Yes. Um, I was um, wondering, um, how did you, um, like, get into the paranormal, and what? how did you get into writing your books, and when did it start? Right. Uh, good question. You know, it's funny. I've done a lot of radio shows, uh, paranormal radio shows. I've done a lot of paranormal events. I mean, say with Ted uh, in particular, we've done a lot of events. But I don't know if I would say that I'm into the paranormal. I'm I'm into the the, uh, history, and well, because we've been talking about it for the last, uh, you know, hour uh, plus. Uh, Mm -hmm. There just happens to be, I guess, some paranormal stuff that comes along with it. Um, you know, I did a documentary on the Fox sisters and, yes. and, and the whole uh, advent of the modern spiritualist movement and uh, the whole thing that has to do with seances and talking with the dead. And I've had people say, well, Mike, do you believe that? And so, you know, it's irrelevant whether I believe it or not. What I do is I said, you know what? These are some pretty interesting folk. <laughs> you know, the two fox sisters, and of course there was a third fox sister, and and to find out to look into that history, it just brings you into a whole nother world. So I just I research it and I write about it, and whether I believe it or not really doesn't matter. 
Uh, what matters is that I find out as close as I can come to it is the truth of the matter, whatever that happens to be. I hope that kind of answers your question. Yes, um, that does really um, helps my answer. Yeah, okay. good. Thank All right, you. Tim. Well, thank, thank yes, you for calling in. Yes, I just want I just wanted to say one more thing. I wanted to say, um, Joe Schmo is a schmuck. <laughs> you're, you're from uh, Howard Stern. You, you're the Howard Stern guy, right? <laughs> you know the Howard Stern guys who always call up and you. No, Very good. no, I don't. We all we no. all have to have something to do, and you apparently have found it. There you go. That's it. That's <laughs> awesome. Thank you for calling, right. buddy. You're mm-hmm. welcome. I hope you have a good rest of your night. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Um, so that, that, uh, it actually has a paranormal society down in Waterloo, New York. So, Uh um, Heather actually posted here. She says, people in general are disgusting. Thousands of people are thrown into a hole, whether they have a famous name attached to them or not. They're human beings and deserve to be treated as such. So thank you, Heather, for posting that. Yes, true. Absolutely. You know, uh, my, my book, Madhouse. And also my book about orphanages, you know, there were many uh, cemeteries. All all of these former insane asylums had uh, cemeteries. And people, in fact, Willard was the granddaddy of them all because, as I mentioned, when Mm -hmm. they closed Willard down in 1997, behind the main building was a cemetery that had... Mm -hmm. Over 5,700 people buried there, all in unmarked graves. Yep. uh, Heart Island, of course, is is an animal of a different color, but for some reason, I have to look into this more closely. A lot of the books uh, that I, a lot of stories I write about have this uh, aspect to them. You know, in this particular case, uh, mass graveyards, but also unmarked graveyards. Uh, mm-hmm. where a lot of these folks were also buried. You know, it costs money to bury people. Uh, yes, it costs money to embalm. It costs money to embalm people. Um, and uh, embalmed these people, but it would have cost whatever it cost times a million. Of course, you wouldn't have been able to bury a million people on Rhode right. Island had they been embalmed. So, you know, the, the, the economics of this, the, the politics of this, of course, the psychology of this. Yeah, they're all, exactly. they all uh, play a part. Yeah. Right, right. They do. They, they. <laughs> it's just crazy, and and that's sort of another thing that I was thinking about with this whole thing with Heart Island is is money. Oh, well, mean, that the, and the, that was one of the things that was even brought up is, you know, they got mad about when this arc that mm-hmm. you know what were they going to do. And then they ended up not even allowing because they wanted it for the potter's field. You right, know? right. And right. then they weren't even, they were charging. That was, that was unheard of. And they were mad about it. And so the government got involved. Yeah. And let's and go buy it. Let's go buy an island and just to bury people on bury bury everybody on it. That <laughs> is, is, you know, alone, desolate or desperate even, or, 
Yeah. You know? I mean, I it, it also makes me think on the opposite side of that. Instead of burying them, how many people have been um, cremated? for you? I live just outside of Las Vegas. If you took all the baby boomers who are alive today, somewhere in the next 20 to 30 years, they're all going to die. The amount of land right. that it would take to bury 76 million baby boomers would take up an area the size of the city of Las Vegas. And I actually have a photograph of Las Vegas uh, just to give you a sense of the enormity. And, and what's happening, and I have it in the book, are alternative cemeteries uh, that are being developed uh, by countries around the world, in Japan and uh, in Israel, um, uh, in Australia. And, and some of the very creative uh, innovative things to do, not, not, not like the cemeteries that we're familiar with that occupy large land areas, but uh, skyscrapers, cemeteries that go up uh, as opposed to, you know, being on land. So it's a little tongue-in-cheek in the last chapter, but it does address the impending, the book starts out with the burial crisis of 1822. The book ends with the burial crisis of 2242. That, of course, in the future, what are we going to do? Uh, right. There's 7 billion people on earth now. What are we going to do? Um, so anyway, that's a, that, that's a, a little a hidden surprise in the book when you get to the end. And again, Norma Jean Grasky does a great job in, uh, in talking about these things. We have one more question and that's from Heather. It says now based on what's been exposed, it makes me curious every few years, do they retill the earth as though it more bodies to prevent the calcification of the earth? You know, that's a pretty good technical question. I'll tell you what they have done. Uh, just like, well, I hate to put this in these terms, but like a landfill. You know, mm. they, do, um, they do take bulldozers and they do try to make landfills look as nice as a landfill can look. And if you look at an aerial photograph of Hart Island, uh, mm-hmm. it doesn't look like a graveyard that has a million bodies there. Uh, everything's been tilled. There, there's even some attempt to, uh, there's even some trees, although they're the one, the trees are grow around the, kind of on the uh, perimeter of the mm-hmm. island. There's a couple of old buildings that were built way back in the 19th century that were, uh, actually there was a, a boys reformatory that was there. You know, there was a Nike missile base station there in the 1950s. It's wow. another just a, a surprising wow. thing about it that during the uh, Cold War, uh, the fear that the Russian Soviet Union would fire missiles towards New York, they had a missile base on Hart Island that would be used to the attempt to uh, uh, meet and, and, and knock down the incoming missiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's been even other aspects of, of the uh, history. But again, to answer her question, um, I don't know about whether there's anything special they need to do to prepare the trench for the next series of burials, but they do try to make the uh, the out you know 
what would appear the topography to look as nice as possible. Right. They even plant flowers there. Right. That's nice. But yeah, still. Uh, but Heather, Heather's question even went a little further. She said, "Because wouldn't geologists have the right to prevent further burials?" They, I mean, no. that's, she said what again? She said, "Because wouldn't geologists have the right to prevent further burials if if that was no, going geologists on?" Geologists don't factor into the story. No, no, they still need a place to bury people. In mm-hmm. uh, uh, there's still now there's only about between 100 and 200 people a month that are buried in Hart Island. And that's because it's become a lot easier to identify people. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's still burials that take place there. And the burials have to take place somewhere. And okay. so Hart Island, again, is chosen for those who die poor. Right, uh, right. W- w- and also who have no family willing or able to come forward to claim them. Right. And so geologists, again, we're talking about a place that's run by the Department of Corrections. I don't think, you know, they're too concerned about what geologists have to say, nor would, I I can't really figure out what a geologist would have to do about it anyway, but uh, they they still were burying people there. And, uh, until I guess somebody comes up with a better solution, they continue uh, will continue right. to do so. Okay, so, so we're going to wrap this up quick, though. We have a couple more little comments here. Yeah. I know that you need to go, Michael. So we got a couple more okay. comments here, and then we're going to wrap it up for you so that you can go. Okay, Diane. Eventually, it'll be a law that everyone is cremated. And that's because there's not going to be enough land to bury everybody. So. Listen, I'm not going to be, be cremated. I'm going to be imploded. <laughs> no, no, no. What is it called when you know what they used to do in Egypt? Oh, oh. Mummify. They're going to mummify you. I'm going to be mummified. Nice, nice. How many pyramids are you going to build? Yeah, I know. She needs a lot of pyramids. So Lauren actually put up here. His opinion was that management of the island would have to have some type of. Geologists, so they would have to employ the yeah. geologists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, Michael, I want to thank you so much for, you for coming so on much. here um, and and talking with us about your your book. And I'm telling you right now that I love it. I just I can't get enough. Of well, it. I hope, hope people um, will kind of get into it. You know, most audio books, you know, uh, go on for five six hours. Um, but because this is done in a certain way where you go chapter by chapter, you know, you can, well, on your website, uh, people can listen to each chapter on your website. So it's like 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes long, you know, week right. after week. And so hopefully they'll kind of get a little hooked. You know, hey, what time is it? Oh, it's nine 9.05. I know where I need to be. I, I think you'll enjoy it. But, of course, we have the extended and the full version on a you know, conventional audio CD. So, so it'll mm-hmm. be available that, you know, of course on my website. Well, you know, we just, I, we're, we're kind of in something here. We just want to don't cry, Cindy. I'm trying um, not to. Before, before we let you go, um, we just wanted to say it, it is, it is Cindy's birthday. I know like two days away or three days away, but we want to say happy birthday. We got her a cake. <laughs> 
lip cake up without doing it. So take a quick peek, everybody. You can see her cake. Um, we got her a little cake. Just wanted to say happy birthday. And, oh, I love and you guys. We love happy you too, birthday so. to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Cindy Poo Poo. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> so okay, so I did. You're welcome. Thanks a lot, Ted. Yes, thank, thank you. We we okay. just put Michael's um uh, website dot com dot com is again. You guys can um go to yep. his website and check that out. Now we're going to um starting next week we're going to play um an episode. Michael has been in uh, Norma Jean. They both have been. This. They they made them so they're ten fifteen minutes long so that we yeah. can see them so that yeah. you guys will be able to come here and get the uh, uh, after 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 the the book and um, you'll have to buy the book or buy the audio book yeah. because when we stop you'll be like, <gasps> how am I supposed to know the ending? Oh my gosh! I <laughs> well, agree. You're gonna you're have gonna to have buy to the buy book. It. <laughs> buy it. And if you want to hear the rest before we are doing it, then go do that right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Michael, thank you so much. This beautiful book. I, I, I love the whole I'm concept. I'm enjoying the heck out of it. Thank you. Yeah. So much. Okay. Yeah. Really okay. Thanks, Cindy. Yeah. Thank All right. You. you take care, Michael. Take care. Yep. All right. So everybody, you can go right over to Michael T. Keen, check out his website. Um, and it's, it's, I yeah, I'm such enough. a good time with it. Yeah, yeah, I, I really it, so I can't wait. Um, I think when it comes to paperback, I'm like having that in Thank my collection. Thank you, guys. Thank so you so much. Everybody's saying happy birthday, and my birthday is on the fourth. Yep, so it's the first day. It's yep. literally week. Oh, my son's my son's was last Thursday, and mine is this Thursday. Yeah, so we. Yeah. I I had said something to, to John, and in a second Aww. we. You know, and I was like, man, I, gotta, I was originally I said to John, you know what? I'm going to get a cupcake and put a candle in a cupcake. And uh-huh. I'm like, then I saw this. I'm like, oh, my perfect. God, that's perfect for us because yeah. I can't have much anymore. So I can have I'm very one proud of you. Did you tell everybody? No, I have not. I It's been two weeks and I've found six pounds. Yay! <laughs> I'm proud of you. So, yeah. yeah. Doesn't that sound good? No carbs? We're going no to keto together. So. We're going to keto together. All right. So, you need to blow, you need blood. You need to make a whip. Oh, perfect. So you got to share in your birthday. So. Yay! I love it. Okay. Yay! Yeah, so let's get the candles off there. But, yeah, well, we just wanted you to be happy. I'm happy. I wasn't even I know. I was right here writing the card while you were doing that, Michael. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are so fucking clever. Yeah, so we thought it was. I don't know how we did it the last time. We did it thing. So just stir up and, you know, um. I do. I, you guys, I, I, honestly, um, I know that you heard the, the, the intro to it stuff, but the book just keeps getting better and better. Fantastic. It really is. So, and. I'm trying to do this pretty evenly. I'm not, I, mine kind of small, but that's fine. 
said, you, that's fine. This will be my sweep for the week. All right. Is the smallest. You get the pink okay. So, so what did you guys think? Uh, let's let's start talking here. What are you guys thinking about the book? Some feedback. Um, oh, well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh my God, Kristen Holmes, but you know, Lamp. already, already. The Gettysburg lamps. Here, here Bubba. Here, John, my lovey. And Amy. That's for, and my birthday is a week after Cindy on the 11th. Oh, Mine's on the 13th. Yes, I kn- mm-hmm. and I know that John's is coming up as well. So Friday this year, too. I I, and what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got ideas. <laughs> oh Thank you very much. So I have to tell you guys some really cool news. John and I, had, um, prior to Paratalk coming live tonight, we had a nice conversation with a couple guys that are looking to do... Um, show to um, who, who is it that when I was in? those gentlemen that have what? now what John exactly type of show is this that they're talking about doing? It's all discussions about uh, metal music. Wow! Oh, that's awesome! Artists, so, bands, you so know. I want to know scene. what I missed last night. Oh, all this boob talk. Well, <laughs> boob talk radio. <laughs> we had a blast. Yeah. Why wasn't I invited? Well. No, it was invited because it was a test. It was a see, test around the equipment. You see this? We're running a new computer with new software, a new webcam. It's a bunch of new stuff. We weren't sure if it was going to work or work right or work the way it's supposed yeah, to. Yeah, so Robert and Brett and... Um, I could have even been on the live, though. A lot of those guys just hung out with us all night. Um, yeah, we were here till 3 was, in the morning. Even Stephanie was on. I mean... Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Savannah. So, yeah. So you guys are doing all this, and I wasn't even invited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, TW wasn't even invited. It was just Mike and I until I realized that we can't test this properly until we're running all the stuff, and mm-hmm. TW's the administrator for everything. So yeah. we got him on the phone, and then we just said, you know what? Drag your ass up here. Mm-hmm. So, yes, Lauren, yeah. it's, uh, it's a metal uh, podcast that would be right out of uh, j Wolf Productions, right along out of Fair Talk I- Radio. Mm-hmm. I would love that. So, did he like what he saw? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're going to actually come back next Monday, and well, good. We're going to do some trial runs, and hopefully, um, they will become part of the family here. Yay! Should be a blast. Mhm. Mhm. Yep. So. I love this crunchy back. Mhm. <laughs> it's good, right? Yep. Where is this from? You missed a lot, Cindy, says Robert. You turned into a gay or a guy. It's not a I gay. I turned into a guy. You turned into a guy. How? Because um, Ted was sitting in your spot at one time, and then Mike was sitting <laughs> in your spot at one time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have the fun of this. I was up. Um, well, maybe should've... I wasn't. I mean, <laughs> the lives went out. They actually did go live. It went out on Paratalk, and it went out on a block of times, so. Wow. Good cake. Mm-hmm. That was good cake. Where did you get it? That's what I was saying. Believe it or not, Tops. Mmm. Mm. I love that little crunchy stuff at the back. Well, we just wanted to say how important you are to us and happy birthday. I appreciate that so much. I had no idea. I was completely oblivious. Mm-hmm. That was the idea. Completely yeah. surprised. 
Mm-hmm. Did, did you notice the tactful way I brought the card over to you, Dub, without you even seeing that I had a card? Yeah, I didn't know what you did. Mm-hmm. It was a file folder like or something, that. right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Lauren says that uh, from last night you got the operation of adedictomy. What? Because of oh, the guy sitting in. Me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, addictive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you guys, just you know, we tried to. Um, we successfully tamed the show tonight a bit. That actually sounded like a real legit show for. A yeah, I mean, we worked. But I mean, I got home at four forty-five this morning. I mean, yeah, it I was. We came here, we we kicked its ass. We wanted the show to be perfect tonight. I think it went well, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, our computer system. There are some upgrades still that have to be done that Mr. Mike is going to do for us. Nice. We will be going to OBS. Yes. What is OBS? The um, Open Broadcast System. Oh. So we will be going to that as well. So we'll be running Facebook Live, but through OBS which would be great for us because then we can have OBN. You're going to run it through OBN. OBN. Yes. <laughs> but we'll, we'll have our logo. He's going to put some stuff on the side. I mean, this oh. is great for us because now we can, we don't have to use our phones, anything. We can see everything right here. The best like part that. about it, Cindy, is we're going to have two monitors here. Yay. <laughs> yep. I can't share that. I mean, yeah, no. So it's going to be, it's going to be broken into, um, a monitor for blog talk and a monitor for Facebook. So we'll have the I two see, monitors. See, so it'll still only be one keyboard. But, mm-hmm. but yeah. Is there a chat room on blog talk? Yes, there is. We just don't have the capacity to run it right now until he's done up the Anybody ever on that? Yes. Yes. And we okay. can't do anything cool. with it at this moment. So we will be opening up a new chat room as well. Um, right. Amy says, I got a notification for it, but I was sleeping. Yes, you did. Oh. Um, <laughs> Julie was on with us last night too. She said, oh, "Great job, nice, guys." Um, we tried to max the phone lines, but it failed. Exactly. We what we mean? we had um, all the phone lines open last night. We had five people call in at the same time. Oh. Kept them on the air with us. We let them chat and get involved in all the silliness, and um, it was just great. Yeah. And, so it was just great. And no problems really. Oh, we we just got to get our people to get used to calling. Guys, call people, call. You know, so if that, so if anybody wants to call, and happy birthday to Cindy. You have the number. <laughs> um, I'm making a mess here. Oh, somebody just hung up. Bye. Shoot. We just missed it. Oh, Sorry. was that you? Oh no, whoever it was that just tried calling, call back in. Was it you, John? Really? Oh. <laughs> oh, whoever that was. <laughs> call back in. Um. So here is the phone number again. Um, call and wish Cindy a happy birthday. <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll go from there. So Kristen, she says she's the black sheep of the family. You're oh, not hi. black. You're spotted like the rest of us. <laughs> you have a little, you're white with black spots. You're not a black sheep. Um. So, yes, if you want to call in and say happy birthday to Cindy, please feel free. Free to call in. You guys got to get used to the phone lines as it is. You guys not need to start calling in. We'd love yeah. to hear your voice we instead of just, you know. We want to hear your voices. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because when you first hear people uh-huh. associated with their names, you're like, man, I didn't think that would be his type of voice or whatever. And then you right. get images mm-hmm. of people. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yep. Boy, did that used to happen to me a lot. Because <laughs> 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 mm, I got the face for radio. Uh, Look, yeah. you're a trans guy. I don't know what you're talking about. Why? Thank you very much. Running, you know it's called. <laughs> yeah, it's pinned right down at the bottom. Yeah, we are, we are going to figure out the heat situation for next year, but starting next week, it's going to be 50s and 60s, so we should be good. Oh, um, we also well, didn't fire up the heater earlier. Yeah, no, no heater. I'm freezing. I'm sorry. Fine. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> All right, so who's going to call in? Come on. You're hot, Cindy. Somebody call in and say happy birthday Aww. to Cindy. <laughs> Let's go. I'm hot even when I'm cold. <laughs> then you're twice you're as so hot. Cold. You're so cold, you're hot. Right. <laughs> you're right. I'm so... this, this helps. <laughs> there you go. All right, who we got on the phone? The heavy breather. Uh, it's Barry. It's who? It's, it's Barry. Oh, Barry. Hello, hey, Barry. Barry. Yeah, can you hear I'm doing good. Um, I was just listening to the show tonight, but uh, it doesn't seem like there's any kind of chat room or anything like that. Is that true? Oh, yeah. No, there is. Okay, so you're you were listening on Blog Talk. That's correct. Yep, and I understand yeah. there is no chat room there. Okay, but there that is. Was kind of. Cert- yeah, okay, right. there is. Okay. One. The problem, Barry, is that. The system, we just had to upgrade our system so that we could actually run the chat room. So starting next, okay. week, next week, hopefully we will have it open. Um, so oh. right now okay. you can see us live on facebook.com backslash Paratalk Radio, and there is a live chat room there as well as video. Okay. Well, I just I um, thought I went to that, but I couldn't really find anything. It sounded like tonight you had some participants Um but uh, again, I wasn't able to to find that. I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, well, there was no yeah. So, so what I did is I went to Facebook slash um, Paranormal Talk or Paratalk Radio dot or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Paratalk Radio. Yeah. And, uh, and what it does. Yeah, and it just brought up to the same screen I've been looking at for the last two hours, and there's I didn't find anything there useful for getting into a chat room. So, and I did have a couple questions for Michael Keane tonight, but I couldn't participate. But, you know. Oh, we are so sorry. We're so sorry. Yeah, it's actually yeah, when you okay. open up the Facebook page, you have to scroll down to the video that's playing and then and it'll say that it's live at that yeah moment. yeah the video will say it's live yeah. yep i yeah i actually did that tonight but nothing was happening i what there's oh, a oh, picture of you here. you ted and um and cindy and wow. um but nothing was active there so and now I, i'm using a desktop computer so maybe oh. that could be the trouble there's a I difference with that oh yeah john's on one uh, i forgot over there on one, so it does. So hopefully, Barry, next week we'll have that chat room open as well. We're hoping. Okay. So I right. apologize. I apologize. And then you'll be able to do it hey. and, and mm-hmm. communicate with us on Blog Talk. Yep. Hey, that would be fine then. Yeah. I, yeah. Because um, I've been listening to some other radio programs on other sites, and you know I've been pretty successful getting onto a chat room, but this is the first one. You know. Yeah. And I, and I realized that there was some. I know. Um, 
Tracy uh, Murphy was on tonight, and I just saw her this past Sunday at the uh, memorial service they had in uh, Hyattsville, and that was really good. So, uh, oh, wow. I know That's she awesome. Yeah, that was pretty good. So. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah, anyway, Sunil, um, I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Thank you so much, Barry. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're very it. welcome. Yeah. So, okay, well, I'll... Um, uh, I'll just, uh, you know, check with the other programs you guys are having, and then, um, you know, hopefully. You, so do you think the blog talk radio, which I was actually listening through, would actually have a chat room in the future, are you saying, Ted? Next week we're going to try and get that up for you guys. Yeah, it actually does oh. have a chat, okay. Barry. The problem is, is the system that we have was not able to run it. Um, we okay. have to update yeah. our system. So next week, hopefully, um, if everything goes the way it's supposed to, we will have it up for you too. I'm so to excited okay. about. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank All right. So hey, much. Ted and Cindy, thank you very much then for the info. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for calling in. Thank and, you, Barry. Yeah. Okay. Good night. Good night. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. So. Happy um, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Cindy. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. It's funny how all of us guys turn into lounge singers. Somehow. Okay, so who, so who was that? Who is that? It's your favorite person for Paranormal Inc., and it ain't the bald one. David. Are you the 443 number or 708 number? I'm the four four three number. Okay, all right, all right. Aww, okay, Dave. well, thank you, Dave. <laughs> Love you, sweetie. Look at the beginning of the, the the actual talk before you got there. I said, told we're telling people you're running a little behind, but no, you got a really beautiful smile. But <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's hysterical. Thanks. Happy all birthday, right. honey. We'll thank see y'all later. So- yeah. Now, who who is on the other line that we have? Uh, Kristen Holmes. Hi, Hello, Kristen. Kristen. Hello. Happy birthday, Cindy. Aw, thank you, sweetie. I hope you feel better. Yeah, I can do a quick impression. Um, I'll do Elmo. Elmo wants to wish you a happy birthday. Thank you! Yay! That was awesome. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, shit. I did it again. Yeah. All right. I can do a quick impression. Um, I'll oh. do Elmo. Okay, so who do we have on there now? Who's going? That was awesome. Well, they got their radio so on. Yeah. Yeah. All right, hello. Hello? Hi. Yeah, hi. Who do we have on here? It's me. I sent you those beautiful coffins. Oh, oh <laughs> Happy birthday, Cindy. Uh, thank you so much, sweetie. I appreciate it. And I love my coffin. I was smiling. It. It's so weird. I'm glad you like them. <laughs> I love them. I wish I anyway, love No, I see her. I will not take right. up much of your time, but I'm going to enjoy the rest of the show. You guys have a wonderful night. Thank, All right, thank you, you. you for calling. I appreciate it. I love my. 
All right, who do we have? Uh, thank you for holding. Who, who do we you. got? You got the Aussie. Ah, Robert. Hi, Robert. Hope you have a happy birthday tomorrow there, Cindy, because today, today is already the the second here, so tomorrow being, yeah. uh, is it the third, third or the fourth? Fourth, fourth. Fourth, fourth, so two days. Okay, two days away. Anyway, just ran up to wish you a happy birthday and hope you have a good day of the day and you're welcome. There you go. I don't even know what I'm going to do there. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Robert. Not a problem. I couldn't call before because the mower guy was outside blasting his mower and all that, so it would have been too noisy. (laughs) Wait, what was he doing? (laughs) Mower guy. The, uh, the, the mower guy. He was he was using he was using the blower. So the blower was making a whole heap of noise. Blower. <laughs> okay. you know what did the candles get blew it? <laughs> yeah, she blew it. I blew it. <laughs> oh, blew it really? All right, Robert. Thank you. All righty, not a problem. Thank you. All right. So now a couple of you guys didn't give us an opportunity to get to you, and you hung up. So if you want to recall. Now the lines are open. We can do it now. Um, yeah. Robert was the last one shown. So if you guys want to try and call back in again, we can. Um, sorry about that. We just can't get everybody so fast. Um, Heather said she, her phone is dead or she's called. Hello, Edna. Hello, Diane. Hi, guys. Hello, hello, hello. Um, laugh my ass off. <laughs> she's a trip. You'll see why. Wait, wait. No, why? I told her not to bury her dead phone. Oh, oh don't bury your yeah, don't bury your dead phone on Heart Island. Awesome, oh, John. Awesome. Heather's, Heather's calling you. Heather's calling you now. She's calling you. That's the wrong phone line. It is. It is the wrong phone line. Hi. Put her on speakerphone. Oh. Be on the show. Hang. Thank you so much. Hang on, I'm gonna put you on speakerphone if I can figure it out. It's the little <laughs> one with the speaker. Oh yeah. Okay, go ahead. Say it. Was she all shy now? Are you shy now? Did you hang up on her? Did no. you mute instead? Are you there? Heather, can you hear me? Did you hit the right one or did you hit the... She's, oh, no. She's blonde. She hit the wrong one. She, she muted it, She right? muted it. Yeah, she did. She <laughs> muted it. Me, I guess I did. Well, they told me to hit the speaker, so I hit the speaker. You hit the microphone. You hit the microphone. I did. You you, you can't tell the difference between a microphone and a speaker? Well, there isn't. You got a microphone in your face. There's not a speaker on here, you kook. Uh Uh-huh. She's still not on the speaker. Thank you, honey. I know. I can't figure it out. Wow. You guys aren't helping any. (laughs) T.W., take it away from her. Yeah. Here, just put it. Here. We're live on the air. She should be live on the air with us. Okay, talk, Heather. Talk, Heather. Oh, hang Where on. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Okay, now try it. it. Maybe it was on my headset. All right, now try it. It's, it's set for a headset. I turned it off. Yeah. You can't do it. Right. Go ahead, Heather. So much talk. for live on the air. Yeah, no. they're not. They're, they're yeah, not going to the be Yeah, they're not. But we have somebody else on the line. All right, well, let's talk to All them. All right, sweetie, thank you so much. I'll talk to you later, okay? Bye. All right, who who do we have on the phone here? You've called Paratalk Radio. Terry Thomas from the Haunted Trails of Gettysburg. Hey! Just wanted to call and say, you know, there is no better show. You guys are the best. Out here in Gettysburg, we appreciate everything you guys do for everybody out here. 
Aw, awesome. thank you thank so you. much, honey. You're very, yeah. very welcome. So how everybody doing okay? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. We're just Cindy is a year good. older now. Well or, Yes, happy oh. birthday, Cindy. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think I see new wrinkles. You want to hear the funny part, though? What's that? Uh-oh. It's, She's got crow's eyes. My brother and I, if we look... Crow's feet. It, like, mirror image, we actually have the same wrinkle. It's so weird. I have the same wrinkle on my ass. Um, <laughs> no, that's called a crack. That's all, okay, that's what that's called. That's called a crack. Yeah, that's called the crack. It's not a wrinkle, it's a crack. It's, it's broken there. Oh, it's a crack <laughs> <laughs> No, that, that'd but be no the we game. just wanted to call and say crackin'. thank you guys. Yep. Anytime, we appreciate man. everything. Stuff to me, buddy, okay? Thank you. All right, you got it. You guys have a great right. one, okay? All right. You thank you. And I said hi. Yep. Bye. 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 Um, uh, okay, you want to hear something my family named? McCracken. Uh, McCracken. I'm not kidding. That was my grandma's name. Do you have a cousin or a brother or something named Phil? No, John. Damn. Oh, Lauren's like, LOL, is she more familiar with long cylindrical? Oh, I'm not going there. Is she more familiar with a long cylindrical object in your face? Maybe. Brian, that, that microphone there? Is this still on? Maybe. Yeah, it's still on. We're still here. Still Tell on. your producer the lightning, lighting sucks. Um, actually, um, we like the lighting the I way it is. <laughs> yeah, we're going to change that, though. Yeah, I guess we're going to change it. See, there you go, we're Brian. Gonna we it, are going to change we're it. We're going to make it better. Generic wrinkles. <laughs> or genetic, sorry. Yeah, genetic. it is. So, literally, when Aaron and I are looking at each other, it's the same. <laughs> Zach McCracken. Zach McCracken. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Um, is anybody else calling in to say happy birthday to Cindy? I want somebody to sing me um, happy song? birthday like um, uh, Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Somebody's got to call in. Somebody's got to call in and sing to to Cindy. Okay, that's your job. Call in. in what way? Sing like know. Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Miss President. <laughs> <laughs> No, we don't want Cindy as president, trust yes, me. We do. No, we don't. No, we don't. Yes, we We know. want Bigfoot as president. Mm, well, we already have Orange Man as president. Oh, I'm not going there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not going there. Because <laughs> you know I'm right. Guys, these are what Lauren made for us, and they yes. are amazing. Are they not beautiful? And they are. And it's funny because he put my name on it, and then it says the man with the vision. Ah, And then he put a bear paw with uh, the Trinity sign. Love that so, so much. It's amazing. I my, know. That's what I, I was smell, So my thought was, it's like, these are the new coffins that you're putting on Heart Island. You're actually going to be ran through a wood chipper, and then what's <laughs> left they're going to put in here, and then bury you on Heart Island. <laughs> Okay, but it's on a serious terrible. note, guys, that is terrible. Seriously, though, guys, you have to do yourself a favor, and you have to listen to Michael Keane's book or mm-hmm. buy his book because it is amazing. It, we joke, you know how we are, mm-hmm. but um, in all sense of the the truth, that you need to. It's an amazing series. Um, all of his books are amazing. 
Mine um, says Cindy K. Thompson, the girl with the sight. There you go. I That's love awesome. it. He's got some amazing books. Some of them were about the insane mm. asylums. He wrote about it. the first woman serial killer. Ooh, um, really? Yeah, he I want to read that one. I love serial serial killers. Yeah, he has okay, written he fine. has written some fantastic fantastic books. So I just can't say and I and I look up to the guy. So mm. um Oh god, this smells so good. Doesn't it smell good? Mhm. And all I can think of now is since you're smelling that is Mungie, where the frick are you? <laughs> Mungie. We miss Mungie. He's mm-hmm. in the supernatural world. He's gone. No. Let's say that. Um, Cindy, Heather Palermo says, I'll do all the paranormal for president posters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> meow. Awesome. That's awesome. Meow. Yes, the orange freak. We'll meow. need some metal mayhem ones for uh, for the metal forever, guys. Oh, metal mayhem ones. Yes. 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 So they need to employ Heather. Yes. Yes. Uh, Heather. Because Heather's do. really good. Yeah. I love it. She is good. <laughs> I'm going to knock him. Not like that. She's good at what she does. She's really good artistry. So, you know, with, this has been sitting here for a while. We haven't done anything with it, so I'm going to. This is a bracelet straight from Australia. Huh? What? Yeah, wherever it um, used to be hanging from my mic stand, but it's not. Anymore. I don't know. So this is a bracelet that. How dismissive. Um, I don't know. Mr. Robert. Robert. Robert White created. The female serial um, mm-hmm. And what we're going to do is we're going to be giving this away soon. We are. Yes, we are. We are. I'm going to give mine away. I'm we're going to be giving away. this away. So, guys, it's it's a beautiful um, bracelet. bracelet that Michael, Michael, mm. Jesus, that Robert, um, yeah, that's what we missed tonight. We didn't have any noises. No need for sound effects during. Yeah, I know, but we still do. So, um, we need to come up with a game so that we, so somebody can win this beautiful bracelet made in Australia by Mr. Robert Cracky. Cracky? <laughs> no. It comes in a handy dandy little bag. Parrot Talk Radio will have tiny coffins available for sale this come this summer. Yes, we will. Samples will be limited. Mm-hmm. So get them while. They- Air, Why they well, they are available, available. this summer. Yeah. And if you want something, I think something, we should auction them off. If you want something, well, here's the, here's the deal: is um, the money from the coffins are going to be going towards Paratalk mm-hmm. Radio for staying on the air and for doing some of our yeah. Paratalk live shows and stuff. So oh my the money for these um, comes right back into us for traveling That's all that amazing, other stuff. So Ryan. and and Lauren. Um, <laughs> donated them to Paratalk Radio. The sale for them is going to go back into the show since we do everything mm-hmm. with. Um, Heather says I want one. So if you want to, if you Rochelle want to, will probably want one too. Okay. So what we're going to do is like a pre-order. We're, I'm going to take pictures of our coffins and we're going to put them on the website. For I'm going to put Radio. it on my. <laughs> if we did that, we he it, would he would be like slammed with. Tiny coffin. Right. So basically what we're going to do is uh, he's going to give me a total of how many he thinks he's going to have as an unlimited source. And then what mm-hmm. we'll do is we'll have them available. And the people that want to purchase them will have the option of having their name and stuff engraved, like what's on it that you have, like on ours. Mm-hmm. So it can be personalized. So I love it so much. Yeah. 
So, um, but they're <laughs> they're just they're great, you know. It's beautiful. Yes, it is. So it is so beautiful. Um, you guys, I got to tell you, I mean, I spent a lot of time here with John last and Mike trying to make this work. And we, I actually came early, I vacuumed, I cleaned, we did some stuff, and we, um, yeah. And you so we, a cake. yes, I did. Thank you so much. <laughs> Heather's like, I'm running out of room for my collection of souls. <laughs> That's funny ah, shit. I love that so much. Yep. So you, you cracked me up. So, oh, winter under. Yep. So, yep. Yep. Winter's coming for the down under. Do you guys get snow, Robert? Do you guys get snow, actually? Oh, Edna says she would love a coffee. Yeah. I have to get my wood shop up, set up. That won't happen till the summer. Then we see what I can crank for the show. That's so sweet. So, um, starting next Monday, then, um, we will run an episode or uh, a chapter of the book. Mm-hmm. A whole chapter? Well, it's, it's I think they're ten they're, minutes. They're, they're broken into like a middle, like, if it's a long chap- chapter, it's broken into two parts. Okay. Yeah, so, the first one is not broken down, and I think it was like twelve or thirteen minutes. Yeah, so that's yeah. okay. It's not too bad. The second one was fifteen minutes. But that was part, part one, one, and then part, part two, two. I'm on part two right now. I'll tell you how many minutes are on there. Yeah. So we'll we're gonna do that. So they're gonna run between ten and fifteen minutes probably, and then you guys will be able to follow right along until we decide how many pictures. Thirty-one seconds. Okay. So and then so we're gonna stop at a certain point so that you guys can actually purchase the book and finish it because mm-hmm. we're not gonna continue the whole thing and play the whole book. I think that's that defeats the purpose. So a little less than sixteen minutes. Yeah. So. So I think up to part two of chapter. Yeah, those were the largest chapters. Yeah. That one in chapter five. Um, but it, I'm telling you, I, I, I absolutely love the book. Mm-hmm. So um, you guys will want to return and listen to each chapter, each it part of the chapter that we have. Time. And then um, at a certain time, oh. we're going to stop so that you guys can actually purchase the book or contact M- Michael Keene to get your audio book. We'll get all those um, links and we'll put them on paratalkradio.com. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, and then uh, you guys will be able to purchase the book then. So, and um, new commercial is coming for um, my new book here real soon. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. No. Did you write it already? No, I have not written it yet. Oh, okay. The new the book? book is out. No, the book oh, is. Oh, he has the book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, no, I new... haven't written the commercial yet, so right, the new right, commercial right, right. that will come out. I just don't um, want to put this down. Uh, we also have, um, believe it or not, Gettysburg. Ghost Exchange. Um, they are now you can they're on the front page of paratalkradio.com and I'm in talks with them about running a commercial with us. Um, did you read your card yet? No, I didn't. Oh, know. Okay, let's do that. Let's open uh, yeah, the card. Yes, do that. Do the <laughs> card. This is that was a perfect card for us. It was. Okay, I'm going to read it out loud and then I'll show you the okay. pictures. Okay, all right. From both of us, <laughs> kitties with googly eyes. Some birthday cards promise the moon. <laughs> but this one gives you two of them. Have a double happy day. Birthday. Oh, my God. Happy B-Day. We love you, John and Patty. Okay, so look. It's got the little kitty a with little the googly kitty eyes. With the googly eyes. Yep. Now, look. <laughs> 
shows you her little kitty butt cracks. Kitty butt cracks. Woo-hoo-hoo. Kitty butt cracks, and kitty we don't care. Cutty, yeah, Cray, kitty, butt. kitty butt cracks, and we, we don't care. care. Kitty butt cracks, and we don't care. <laughs> Hashtag kitty butt cracks. That's, That's a new one. Yeah. That's the new, That's one. new one. Come on there, Heather. We want kitty, kitty butt, butt cracks. cracks. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God, that's hysterical. Yes, Robert. Yes, uh, uh, ghost exchange is where you can exchange your ghost. If you have one you don't care oh, for anymore, you can back, contact them and get a new one. On the back, it says, we know it's cheeky, but two butts are better than one. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that cool? That's so cute. Yeah. And it's from my favorite movie channel. <laughs> <laughs> Hallmark. Yeah. I love Hallmark. Yeah, there you go. We just wanted you to, you know, cat uh, bum. Yes, oh my God. Oh. Are you okay? Let me see your face. Did you, did you cause yourself to bleed? No. <laughs> oh shit! Thank goodness. Oh, I hit myself in the mouth with Listen, a mic. Listen, I've been and you've laughed so hard at me. <laughs> There's a fake tooth there. I just didn't want it to fall out on you. Me. Just Scared me though. Holy <laughs> cat! Oh my goodness gracious! Oh my god! Oh, thank you so much, you guys. That's hysterical. Yeah, nobody's wanted to call in. They oh, did. Well, no, they did, they did so a did, lot. They did. There was yeah. a lot of people that called in for me, and I appreciate you guys so much. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Yay! It just makes my heart. Happy. Hashtag Kitty Butt Cracks. Finally. Thank you, Edna. Yes. Ted, do not, do not injure yourself. yourself. <laughs> so um you're like angry. Who's that? <laughs> so the angry there are bait. some new paranormal shows coming out. Oh really? Um one is called Ghost Bait. I saw that commercial and that freaked me out. Where they it. actually sit the person in their basement or in their room or something with no lights on with a bag over their head. A freaking sack, like sack, like yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So they put a sack over their head. Like I'm like what? Yeah, so, and then... Um, I just want to kick them in the dick. <laughs> that's terrible. No, no, so no. So there is, there is that one, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to remember what the other one was. Um, oh, by the way, thanks. Um, Wait, what? He's reading his... Oh, yeah. Uh, Barry, that we were just speaking to, mm-hmm. says uh, that was a great show with Michael Keane tonight. There was a little bit of distortion, but not bad. Thanks for answering my chat room. Troubles with Paratalk on your phone line tonight. I hope that Blog Talk will have a button to click for chat room. I can't wait for be. that next it, it will week. Be. Um, there will be a chat room for it. Um, so excited. But thank you, Barry. We appreciate the comment. Um, you guys are yeah. always free to go over and um, like and share the page. Mm-hmm. You can um, definitely give us a... Oh, geez, Feedback. there's a structure fire. Where? Right on Ridge Road here in Ontario. I don't want to put the number out there because in case somebody mm. knows it, light bulb was flickering, and as he took out, smelled hot. Smell is still in-house. Would like it checked to make sure. Oh, good. Okay. Well, it stood out as a bush fire. Brush fire. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean it like a that. Ginger, I just can't. Is there I a ginger involved? <laughs> hey, I know a ginger. He's sitting right you here. You never know when you, know you a see ginger. a burning bush. I know lots of gingers. <laughs> what, Lauren? 
Cindy, is it your baby or oh, birthday? B-day. I can't see Hi. that without my glasses. I need my glasses. Oh, yes, Tracy. Oh, why don't I just get you a bigger yours screen? Yours is that screen. That's my son's mm. birthday, Tracy. I Wait, so yours, mine was 28th. Yeah, so Aries and your birthday was March 28th. That is the same date as my son. Lauren, no one's teabagging me. Oh, oh my God, go. can, I, can you just put your head down and I can pretend to teabag you? No. Wow, that's not how that works. That's no. fun. No. I, I think we're going to go off the air now. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to go. I got to put some fake balls on my So, no, you though. know, the thing. The, the, Save the blood for the horror show. <laughs> somebody has a fairy crotch. Uh, uh, you guys March, are killing me. Aries rules. That's right. A fiery crotch. Oh, fiery. Sorry. A <laughs> fairy crotch. <laughs> a hairy crotch. Ghost bait. Somebody's coming in. Oh, he's the one who said it? Is that, I think it's Brian. It's, I know that voice. Oh, it is Brian. Is that who said it? Was Brian? Brian, did. You're the one who said it on the yeah, air? Yeah, Brian did. It sucks. I don't like the on the screen. No. I bring the depth. <laughs> but yeah, oh, we um. So funny. Guys, I just you know it's we've we've uh had a great Ooh, day. Oh, Tracy said she'll be listening to us from Hawaii, girl. What? Week, nice. Tracy, she's gonna be in Hawaii. I just went by the Fox Sisters um place yesterday, and I was thinking about you, Tracy. Was there, oh my no God! Could you, did you read Robert's comment? If they get in a lot of experience, p- experienced people in the ghost bait show, could it be called ghost masturbators? <laughs> 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 oh shit! That was funny, Robert. That was funny. So that was super funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I have been adding. Um, one of the first things that you can notice if you I don't know how many of you have been going to actual com lately, but we did add a new sort of a new page. Um yeah, so if you go over to paratalkradio.com um, oh, com. Yeah, com, you will see okay. that on um let me see if I can get to it real quick. If you go to it says on the side, it says calendar. So you can go over to the calendar page and it actually lists a calendar from our Google calendar for Paratalk Radio. Oh. It actually tells you ahead of time of what guests are coming. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, like, next Monday, um, we have uh, Robin Murphy. Um, she's also an author, and she's going to be joining us uh, next mm-hmm. week. And then the What's weekend, her book about? I have to read it yet. Wait, you have it? I haven't read it yet. No. You have the book, mm-hmm. though? No. Well, oh. no. <laughs> I, I'm going to get it on. But just, you know, and then what I'm really excited about, we actually have a group of females that. Oh, that one looks good. It does. They are. Um, are they naked? No. <laughs> <laughs> we have the She Squatchers on the show. Yeah, oh, yeah. I saw the promo yeah. for the. Yeah, so there's the three, the three girls that, um, that go looking for Bigfoot. Okay, wh- what is the yeah. page? I'm so confused. It's can- it's, so oh. if you go to there, go to those three little lines. Calendar. The calendar. There you go. Yay. Uh-huh. 
we have some other, like some of these guests, um, like Jay Pratt, we're going to have him on the show. Rick uh, McCallum is going to be on the show. Um, he actually is partners with um, Kane Hodder, who played Jason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, he's going, Rick is going to be on the show. Oh, that? Um, so excited! From uh, Hollywood Ghost Hunters. That's the, they're, they're partners. They actually oh. created Hollywood Ghost Hunters together. So cool he's going to be on the show with us. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think we got us booked right up until July. So you can uh, see there's a few Aaron, eh. Aaron G. Thompson. <laughs> I don't know if he's related to you. He's going to be on the show. And uh, it's probably two A's, right? No. His name is. Oh, not... yeah. Two A's. I was like, what? A-A-R-O-N. Yeah, my name uh, is A-R-O-N. Uh, Angel, Angel. I can't. He's on my friends list. I've never been able to say. I think it's Angel. Let me see. Angelakis. He is a priest. Ooh. He's going to be joining us. He's going to... Paratalk Radio compels you. Um, By the, para, the power of Paratalk. Paratalk, yes. Um, compels you, my friend. So we're going to have quite a few interesting little things. In fact, Cindy is going to be taking one of those dates, hopefully, in um, June. The 17th day. The 17th of June? Sure. So the 17th of June, we're going to have a psychic night where you guys are going to be able to call in. And Cindy's going to be doing readings for you um, live <laughs> and in person. Live, live, live. So you'll be able to get your questions answered. Yeah. Um, you just missed Kate. Okay. Tracy just said, my husband's the best. Uh, thanks. We were so busy there yesterday. New church in Newark. Oh. Okay. Awesome calendar. Thank you, Robert. I didn't. I don't think anybody was there yesterday when I went by, though, Trace. Right. I think it was pretty empty. But I didn't know there was something going on there yesterday. I guess. Not a clue. I'm not from here. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, because somebody said something. Barry, I think, said something about it. Brilliant. Barry said that there was a um, a birthday party or something there yesterday. Is that right, Tracy? Yes. Yes, that, that, there was something. <clears throat> Live with a 30-second delay. No, it's not 30 seconds. You cool. yeah, it's like yeah, it is. Is it 30? Oh, it's, it's pretty no, long. No, it's like... I thought it was 15. Yeah, something like okay. that. Well, how about this? How long ago did you say that? Been there yesterday. Is that right, Tracy? That was about 15 seconds ago. Yes, yes, that, 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 there was something. <laughs> <laughs> Live with a 30 second delay. Longer than 30 oh, seconds. 30. <laughs> oh, oh, yay. It was the anniversary. Awesome. We did an open house, had over 150 people. That's amazing, Trey. <clears throat> yep. That's so fantastic. Spamtastic. Spamtastic. Is that what we're having for dinner next week? We're going to fry up some spam. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we want? Dinner. It has eggs, to be eggs, eggs, spam, and eggs. Melanie Elizabeth is coming back too. Yeah. Mel will be back on May twentieth. Oh, nice. Mel is hysterical. Yeah. What do we want to do about Memorial Day? Take the day off. Mm, probably. Burn it down. What are we gonna do? Because I think last year we ended up canceling it. Mm-hmm. And yes, I was at the park with my family. Mm-hmm. 
Paranormal Science Lab is supposed to be on the show too, but if I can't get them to reply, they're not going to be on the show because I've been trying to get them as well. I thought it was... They, they well, we can really cool transfer stuff. them to the third, which would be the next week, right? Mm. Well, we, can we, can always, uh, we can always put up a rebroadcast. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, we could. And then people will be like... That's a that's an all done. Let's, let's mm. pick one that was really bad. Super funny. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think we should just run. We'll I mean, just if run if the we're gonna run one. one, maybe we should run like one of like Linda Godfrey's best. Like we could run the butter episode. Oh, oh with Tony. Yes, with yeah, Tony. With Tony. Yeah, we could run the. Oh shoot! Yeah. 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 That would just, be funny. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. The para butter. Para butter. You got it. <laughs> um, so funny. Yeah. So I think, along. I think we're good. Okay. Yeah. I think we're good. We've had a good show tonight. I think so too. I enjoyed it. And I, guys, I, don't forget MichaelTKeen.com. Okay. Um, <laughs> go there. Check out his website. Check out his mm-hmm. book. Yep. Um, awesome stuff. Oh, can I just plug myself? Yeah. yeah, yeah There's yeah. a fundraiser April 13th. Stop it, John. Fundraiser for the um, Ladies Auxiliary here in Ontario, mm-hmm. August or April thirteenth. That's at my birthday. Thirty p.m. Yeah. Yes. I'm not scheduling my birthday for six thirty. Um, I'm taking the whole damn day. Oh. It's mine. It is yours. It's mine. I but I have an event mine. that day. Right here in Ontario. Well, then I guess I won't see you. It's a Friday night anyway, no. so I'll be out it's doing something Saturday. I shouldn't do. The 13th is a Saturday this year? It's, it's oh, a what Saturday. Are, what do I know? Yeah. I, I it just made me think about it. I was like, oh, yeah. I was just going along with you until I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. I, yeah no. I I'm going to be doing something Saturday, April 13th. So it's 35 bucks. Go to Ontario Fire Hall. Go to my Psychic Cindy page mm-hmm. and get the info. Yes, we're going to butter them up. Yeah, Robert. We're going to butter them up. <laughs> Okay. Um, at, while we're doing things, because it is April, I do have to say that in four weeks, uh-huh. on the weekend of the last weekend of April, yes, we're going to have a special. That that Monday is going to be kind of special because we will be able to report how our little travel went. Are you going to go? Yes, we are. Actually, had made plans. We are going. It's going to be our first ever expedition to the Appalachian Mountains. We are going. Who are you going with, Sheila? Uh, Sheila's going. There's quite a few of us. Sheila. We're going. Ooh, who um, else? There's, there's at least I ten of us that I are going. Go. We're all going to the Appalachian Mountains to do a Bigfoot expedition. We're actually camping for two days. Um, in, in West Virginia. In West Virginia. You bring your own teeth. Yep. <laughs> bring your own, bring, bring your, your own, own bata. Bring your own banjo. Yeah. Your own jaw harp. Yeah. You know, I've never you seen gotta... that movie. Everybody Which makes one? reference to it about. Um, <laughs> what is the movie they're always talking about? Um, what is it called? About banjos. Oh, yeah. The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. No. Wild and Wonderful Whites? Yes. Fuck off. Stop it. That's what it's called. Look it oh up. Oh, my gosh. I can't you watch computer in front of you? Does that. Why not? What was the movie? That because it says a... West Virginia? There, there was a movie. Oh, the I white, think it, I think... that's the name? Okay, I thought they meant white people. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they, maybe they do. I was so Maybe it's a word. See what happens word. when you label oh my shit? God. I, 
I was so nervous. I got a label I'm in like, my shirt. I'm not, I'm not supporting. I do not support this. I think Jack Nicholson was in it. <laughs> my God. In the movie I'm thinking of. <laughs> it was all about the country and. And the, the grass was this high. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, you should you have a pretty mouth From there, the boy. From the creators of Jackass. No wonder the oh, wild is white West Virginia. Hello, Amy. Amy the Green. of America's Last Outlaw. We miss you. Love you. So I'm Hi, told Amy. it's absolutely fantastic. Hi, guys. Thank you, Heather oh, Palermo. Deliverance. Deliverance. I, I so you I've never about. seen yeah. it. I've Dude, never seen it. Is- I've never seen but it. But you've seen Brokeback Mountain. I've, I've seen Brokeback Damn Mountain. Straight. Oh, hell yeah. That's good. put them Nothing in the same movie. about that. That's <laughs> hot. Goofy. It was hot. It, it was, was hot. hot. It was a very hot scene. Listen, very I like two boys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I like two men, but not two boys. <laughs> Lick. <laughs> anyway. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> oh, so right. this is my favorite line go. from Deliverance. Okay, what's your favorite line? You're a pretty mouth, boy. Yeah, we already did that. You're behind. You got a pretty mouth, boy. <laughs> Can't be talking about her behind. Wait, what? Stop talking about Are we going to end this friend. or what? Yeah. It's going to keep going. Nobody cares anymore. Oh, they do. Oh, they do. Oh, they do. Oh, they do. They still do. seven listeners on there over there. Yeah. yeah. So. All right, yeah. guys. Well, you two are a hot mess. <laughs> yes, we are. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you, Thank Amy. You. Thank, Thank you. you. We love it. So make sure you careful. stick around for the replay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, careful when you get to West Virginia. You'll need your shots. <laughs> you know what's actually yeah. meeting at a... Pennsylvania place, I think, or something like that. Oh. Are you going to go to Sheila? Are you going to meet? Oh, I don't Sheila? know. I don't, we haven't discussed gonna... that yet. But we haven't because discussed she that should. She should. I don't know, because that's like backtracking for her to come this way towards you. Yeah, I don't know. But it's going to be fun. It is. And there's a bunch of us going. So. so and and I, we already looked at the weather. It's supposed to be in the 70s uh, during the day and 50s at night. <laughs> So much is perfect. Yeah, well. So, all right. Thank you, everybody, for wishing me a happy birthday. I appreciate it happy so birthday. much. Thank you, John. Yes. And uh, everybody, thank you so much for joining us here on Paratalk Radio. Please thank look Michael. up michaeltkeen.com. Check that out. Thank you, Teddy and John. I appreciate the you, you are, and the, you are. And the card. I appreciate it. Brian says happy birthday, Cindy. He's right there. So, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, have a good night. Thank you so much for joining us here on Paratalk Radio. We'll see you next week. Wherever there is darkness, there is You've always been Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic yeah. Cindy. Catch us next Monday when we will bring you another fantastic Goodbye, guest. Guys. Thank you for our sponsors and Jay Wolf Productions. Bye, be safe, guys. be good, and remember, wherever there is darkness, there is always Publish it. Go. Aw, Amy said happy birthday, sweet girl.
So far. Oh, you guys. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.